Straight through the headphones. Right, right through, boo. Oh Welcome to the Wise Guy Show, St. Patrick's Day special. And let me tell you something. Facebook is dead tonight, and we are Murillo. live. Dead. That's right. Facebook Murillo. <laughs> Who killed right, Well, we're not dead. Live on YouTube tonight. Come on. Oh, let's go. Oh, yeah. How are you, boo-boo? We knew this day was going to happen, so let's yeah. get there. It is. We're we live on YouTube. All right. All right. So let me introduce everybody in the studio. Sitting across from me is none other than Jumping Gennaro's in the house. Uno, two, three. Right. <laughs> Sitting next to Jumper Gennaro is none other than yeah. Italian singing sensation Biagio. Sitting next to Biagio is none other than the chicken man of Alcatraz. Tonight is chicken. <laughs> and counterclockwise around the table is none other than Ray the Caterers in the house. Oh, yeah. That's right. We Ray travel with our own caterer. And sitting uh. next to me right now is a guy who's got hot all over Instagram. Oh none other than Mickey Voices is in the house. Oh, so right. He's on page six. All over. Spike Lee noticed him. Uh, uh, Banif- uh, what, what, no, no. Manafort went to jail. Rappaport. Rappaport. And Rappaport. wise guys Rappaport noticed him. to the airport, yeah. boo. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and obviously sitting next to me over here is none other than actor Randy DiOrio's in hey! And next to Thank Randy you. is a familiar face to professional boxing, three-time world champion, Bobby Chaz. Oh. Oh. All right. And gold medal winner, right? No, I didn't, didn't get to go to the But league. you knocked out two gold medalists. You knocked out two gold medalists. knocked out two gold medalists from years after. Um, but we did, we boycotted the Olympics that year. That's oh yeah right. right. Fought heavyweight champ of the world. Yeah. Holds, he knocked you know? out. That's two, pretty good. Oh, forget. It. I saw that fight again. I was watching. I turned. It on. I said, you know what? Let me watch that fight because I think yeah. back then when there was no um, uh, paper, when I didn't have the pay per view, I missed the fight. So when I saw six rounds, I didn't. And then I watched it. I refreshed my memory. And, and make and make no mistake about it. I'm not a better fighter or better talent than Holyfield. But here's the one thing I knew for a fact. He would underestimate me and my toughness. And Vince Lombardi said it best, fatigue makes cowards of us. Oh, yeah. So I knew he would eventually tire, I I, and I, then I'd start to come on, oh, maybe, yeah. close the, maybe close the show. But things. I watched the fight, and I saw that you had any, any moment could have won that fight. You think he should have bit his ear? Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't. You know that. I, yeah, but that's what happened. I was the expert analyst was on that show I, yeah. for Showtime when he, uh, Holyfield got his ear bit off by Mike Tyson. Yeah. And I like Mike Tyson. We're friendly. It's the first time in my life I was ever speechless. Yeah, what, what do you say? Know, what do you right. say? Yeah. I have nothing well, the thing, the to compare this to. The thing is, when, when Mike Tyson saw him perform against Holyfield, Mike Tyson underestimated Holyfield, yeah. and that's well, why that Holyfield wound up beating him twice. Yeah, two, because two, they two, even two, said his two, performance a, was much better than two Tyson's guys against at a, Holyfield. Mike Tyson's training camp said, you're the reason Mike lost. What I, what I, what I, I didn't do nothing. He said, no, you understand. Holyfield couldn't do anything with you, so we thought... Now, what's he going to yeah, do? What's he going to do with us? What's he going to yeah. do with Mike? And then he yeah. goes and beats. He has problems yeah. with him, but he goes. See, there are a lot of different things. You see, you guys, don't, a lot of people don't pay attention to the little things. No. When Holyfield fought Mike Tyson, he weighed 218. When he fought me, he weighed 209. Yeah. And he wasn't as sculpted, and he wasn't as big, he wasn't as strong. There are things that were going on there yeah. 
People don't know about it? Yeah, uh, well, I, saw, I was going to say, I saw the fight, and I waited for the eye situation. I looked at your eyes, and you did have something wrong with your eyes. My, and eyes, it was not- my, my eyes actually hemorrhaged. My vision, oh, the man. day before, the day before, two days before That's I fought very him, true. My vision wow. was 2015 in both eyes. Yes. Now it's now it's 2045 or 2050. Yeah, what I believe is I, I need glasses you would have won now. that fight, and, and they had to stop you from winning that fight because they needed the big payday from Mike Tyson. And then. Actually, I heard, two, I heard two years later from a state trooper that they believe... Now, here's the thing. They allegedly sealed the bag with the gloves Allegedly, and I say that because I don't trust anybody when it comes to money. But then they lost the bag for two days. Where it went, I don't know. Then they found the bag again, and they had them tested. (coughs) Now they said, now now, watch this. We are fighting. There's only two things that should ever be on the gloves. Sweat and maybe a little Vaseline. They tested both gloves, and they said the tests were inconclusive. No, there was either something on the goddamn well, gloves, or there wasn't. Yeah, yeah. Inconclusive doesn't work for me. The right. substance they couldn't uh, identify, maybe. Right. Two years later, our state trooper told me they believed it was Tabasco sauce, and Come I got on. and I got yeah. a and, and that's that's caustic. That in your eyes, yeah. could blind you. Oh, yeah. Two days after the fight, I got a call from Burt Cooper. Yeah, Burt Cooper. Burt Cooper, when he dropped him, he fought him overseas. When he dropped okay. Holyfield, he said the very next round, he said I couldn't see a thing. Wow, wow. He said my eyes were burning so bad he couldn't see. What are you kidding me? Wow. So who knows? You know yeah, what? I it actually is, watched the fight now. too. It's, it's history. I actually yeah. went on YouTube to go look watch at it. Isn't it cool? <laughs> I mean, but you're right. There was definitely something because you could see your eyes were, his, his eyes were bloodshot like red, crazy. and you could see he had a lot of fight in him too. Still, so I mean, it wasn't like you know. I mean, he wanted to keep you could see. And he looked in the first round. Holyfield threw more punches in that round than any other fight as a heavyweight with anybody ever. He threw like 87 punches in the fifth round. I threw 82 punches. He threw 42. Yeah. What does that tell you? Yeah. I, I, well, I figured it out. It was real easy to figure out. I'm a street kid. I saw it. The money was, you were messing up their payday, and it had to be stopped. And well, you let weren't going to well, let them. Let me ask you, could they you have had a rematch at that point or no? Because I don't know how boxing, boxing works at that point. You understand, I understand something. I'm going to make this statement very clear. I am not a better fighter than Evander Holyfield. I was not gifted with his bigger body or more talent. But I knew he would underestimate me. And as I said, Vince Lombardi's saying, fatigue makes cowards of us yes. all. Yes. When you're so tired that the lactic acid... He took you lightly. Your, you can't even lift your hands up. Absolutely. So I knew I had, I knew I had a one-shot deal. Even if I beat him, I wouldn't right. give him a rematch because I know I wouldn't have beat him in the second fight. Really? He would then train like he does for the other fighters, okay. the big guys. And I don't have that kind of... Yeah. That's kind of, you know, strength in what me. Don, Don King had something to do with it. No, no. What, what did you weigh on that fight? You said he was 209? No, he was 210. I was 209. Oh, okay. You were 209. Okay. There's something. So, what was your normal fighting weight? Was that, did you go up well, no, to that? I went up to, I went up to, well, I actually went higher than that. I went up to 220 when I fought Corey Sanders, but I was just too old and he just. But where did you start, Bob? Is what I'm saying. 160. Wow. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, but when I was 18, I was fighting, see, the amateurs are different weights. Okay. And the amateurs, I was fighting 165. Which is technically a super middleweight. 160, whatever weight, I give you a weight, that's the maximum. So 160 is the maximum middleweight. Got it. Now they have okay. junior middleweight, which is 154 from 147 to 154. I 160 know. middleweight 
168 super middleweight. 175 light heavy. 190 cruiser, 209 super cruiser. Wow. Over that heavyweight, and I fought. Like they have two. How, how'd you? How'd you feel at that weight? I mean, did you no, feel stronger? Obviously, you're carrying more weight. Well, it's funny because one of my sparring partners was bigger than me always, and I worked my way up to 220. I mean, I went I bodybuilding and worked my way up to 247. Wow. But then I slimmed all the way back down where I was shredded at 220, and I was hitting him in the gym, and he said, Jesus Christ. So what did you do? I gained weight, that's all. Just gained weight. Yeah, but See? something I learned tonight that made the difference, I think, uh, in all your fights. You told me that you had blood from Avellino in you. I didn't know that. <laughs> ah, now, boo boo. My Italian, my Italian relatives take credit for all my, <laughs> all my credit, all my courage, and my, and my toughness. But I'll tell you what, my grandfather on my father's side, who was from Poland, yeah, that's he, he was too. a tough. He was a yeah. tough as so well. Who's the toughest fighter tough. that you have fought? Let's put it that way. All right, now I'm, I'm going to give you a because I know you're all different. I'm going to give you. I'm going to give you a clarification here. Tough is your ability to take an ass whooping. Okay. Good is your ability to give an ass whooping. So <laughs> the best now. fighter I ever fought on the given side, probably Corey Sanders, the toughest guy I ever fought. You probably never even heard of. It's a guy named Mike Fisher. He was he was so he was a cruiserweight, really? but, but he was built in. Jeez, he was so tough. I would hit him for what it looks a twelve punch combination. He would just spit blood out and go, "I missed that one." <laughs> I turned around like he was talking to somebody behind me. <laughs> really tough. I mean, you could he just just tough. Wasn't that great a fighter? But he hit hard. And you could hit him with anything. You could hit him with anything. I mean, he just didn't care. Wow, Mike. Wow, this mic? Yeah, I don't. His Mike, mic, his mic talking out. to me? I don't hear it. No. Give me a test, Mike. Testing there one, two, goes. three. All right, Testing great. one, two, three. I got it. Now. <laughs> you mean Randy? Randy's in the house. Well, I want to thank you guys for coming, in. Randy. I want to thank, thank you so much guys, tonight. Man. Thank you. No, no. Thank you. I, I, I want to mention a few things. Uh, our guests tonight, though, um, it, it's so it's, uh, you don't know how much of an honor. I was such a big uh, boxing fan. Uh, I kind of lay it off lately because there's really nothing like it used to be. Well, there's too many. There's too many sanctioned bodies. Yeah, it used to be just WBA, the WBA, WBC, WBA IBF, got crooked, and then realized they could bribe everybody. Yeah. So then the WBC it's came out. Boring. It's yeah. It's and they started doing the same thing. So then the IBF decided to come out. So we're well, the, I, everybody the IBF was good to me last then, week. So. Then they got. The same way, then the WBU, the IBF, the NBA. So I mean, how could you, keep w- you, you, yes. you have seven different. World they call them alphabet now. soup titles. Nine different world champions now. Yeah, yeah. who's the champion? New York Fifth Street, no Fifth Avenue. I mean, but, but, yeah. exactly. but uh, let's go. Uh, let's uh, well, happy uh, St. Patrick's Day, St. Joseph's Day. We got uh, a lot happening National tonight. Day. But l- let's go over our guest. Uh, uh, also on, on our show tonight, we're celebrating twenty years. Anniversary of the Sopranos. Oh, yeah, that's right. And our guests are going to be coming in later. It's going to be Federico Castelluccio, actor, director, artist, Artie Pasquale, also in the Sopranos. And uh, we got Sopranos Con members yep. coming in all at right. nine o'clock. And I believe Frankie. That's when Frankie's going to join us. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Frankie just called me. Said he's you know he's a little. That's all right. That's okay. We'll get him on. He's on the way. We'll be fine. They give you a little boo. No problem. And then obviously Bobby Ches, three times champion. Yeah, um, Bobby. And uh, Randy Diorio. And we're waiting for Luigi. Luigi the, re- the leprechaun. Luigi the leprechaun. Oh, don't worry, Luigi. One thing real fast, if I can. Uh, April 1st, my uh, reality series. 
Paraseekers oh, yeah, is yeah. going to be at the Bowtie Cinemas in Wayne. Oh, nice. So uh, we'll nice be there with the crew. And, 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 and uh, also director Sergio <laughs> Candido yeah. is going to be the director on the, uh, the, the mega movie. The Godlands. That's at bring whatever at Bowtie, right? Is that Bowtie Cinema? April first, right? Yes, the chickens have to I'm coming. Ties. Dominic Limbo, oh, who has the uh, dentist office that? right here in Hilden, and uh, Limbo. Uh, he's a he's a he's a great guy, a great dentist, and uh, Belmont Dental Dental is a big fan of Wise Guys. Yeah, so, yeah, good plug. Yes, yeah, so, and we want to thank them for the tickets too. They gave us twenty five. Twenty six. Look at yours. Twenty free tickets for the red carpet. Oh yes, yes. Good okay, thank you. That's Listen, hysterical. contact us in Messenger and that, the uh, the town coordinator. Uh, Messenger. I said, "Stop that car! Take a nunga to go pull up on the end." Did they actually realize that in ten years they're going to be dinner? Oh. <laughs> wow. It's all right. It's all right. I just want to thank Eddie Cotton, director of the How old are they? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's unbelievable. Yeah. 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 That is. Yeah. 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 Is it? Yeah. Disregard everything I said the last uh, half could hour. You repeat yeah, that. Yeah, you're good now. Well, this is our, our, our new studio, Bobby. So you were in our other one. We're, we're this is like our trial over here, and uh, we just want to make sure we're going to be getting all new equipment and everything. We just want to make sure we're here at home. Yeah, right. Also, uh, I want to mention uh, Luigi the Leprechaun's on his way. Oh, that was. And uh, we want to, uh, you know, give a moment of silence if we can for uh, our good friend who's no longer with us, Vinny Vella. Oh, yeah. oh, God rest his soul. What a great yeah, man. Yeah, I mean. I, I don't know. You guys helped him out, though. Yeah. The last time. That was... Uh, let's, let's, let's just give him a, a, a brief moment of silence. A brief moment of silence. Uh. All right. It's over. All right. Good. Vinny, we love you. Uh, we love your family. We love your your, your, your wife. was awesome to us. We did everything we can to help you, and uh, we, uh, we hope you rest in peace, softly in peace, until one day we meet again. Uh, we'll always keep your memory in our, in our uh, prayers and, uh, to be forgotten. and on our show, Great just actor. like we did with Cha-Cha and all our other friends that were part of the Wise Guy show at one point in, uh, in time. So, uh, now, uh, Chicken Man, did you change your clock ahead? There was daylight savings time. Was it? Did, so that means I got to go home? Yeah. Right now. Oh, wait a minute. That's why my clock screwed up. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I gotta go home. Yeah, I got an hour ride, Bo. But um, yeah, so Vinny, you know, was a was a was a good friend of the show, and uh, we did a lot with him. Uh, Mike just recently did something with him with Joe Causey and uh, Broadway Billy at the San Gennaro Festival. That was an amazing. I did a documentary, did a documentary with him. It's on YouTube, uh, right? A few years back. Uh, it was on. Facebook. It was on Facebook. I don't know. Oh, if it was right. on YouTube. We're gonna, we're gonna have to move it onto it, YouTube. Right? Yeah, yeah YouTube absolutely. That was that was a magnificent but night. Biagio was performing, actually opening that night, and it was amazing. It was great. Because everybody knows that Vinnie yeah. Bell has been going through prior awesome. to that yeah, yeah. quite quite a bit, and and it looked like uh, you know he was a, he, he just dropped from the sky. Everybody just huddled around him because they were so excited to see him. Yeah. You know, in the feast, of course, you know he would he wouldn't have it any different, and he uh, he was struggling, but he was there. Yeah. And, yeah, he did. and he's and he absolutely is a legend, yeah, never, never to be forgotten. All right, well, obviously, let's mention our sponsors real quick for tonight: Pizza Nostra, Five Sixty Union Avenue. Uh, Union Boulevard in Totowin, New Jersey, 201-657-1400. Karen uh, Gravano and uh, Ramona Rizzo at Pizza Nostra in Totowin. Check them out. They're supposed to be dropping the pizzas right, off good. eventually. Is it Pizza uh, Nostra or Nostra Pizza? Pizza Nostra. Nostra. My no. dude, I own you. You go every day. You go every day. You go every day. But uh, <laughs> I also want to thank a few people.
people for the food tonight, the family affair, for donating the Soprano sandwich. Yes, that's uh, very good, Eddie TC and his family. Amazing. Thank you very much. We're gonna have a, we're gonna have the uh, everybody's been eating already. Check out family. Another one. Check out family affair um, at uh, that is the Soprano sandwich. Is, by that, the way, that is a good that's Soprano right. sandwich. The gourmet sure. Italian wow. deli and catering, a family affair, two zero one seven nine six two eight eight two. That's in uh, uh, twenty three Broadway in Fairlawn, New Jersey. We'll see Mateo once in a while if Fair you go at lawn, lunch. Not Fairfield. And also, <laughs> I want to mention uh, right here this guy that's right here. Mateo, look, the wise guy show. I want everybody to see this guy. Look, this guy here. That's a monk shot. <laughs> <laughs> Look, uh, nice. Nikki Voices uh, made uh, cracked up Spike Lee uh, with that Danny Aiello video. Thank you. But that that Ray Liotta video. <laughs> did you, I don't know. You guys seen it yet? I mean, did you see his Ray Liotta video? Yeah. Is I watched all this stuff. Or what? I can't no, I get enough. Thousands, thousands, thousands. I love it, bro. I love it. It's my thousands favorite. and thousands, thousands and thousands of people liked it on on, on Instagram. I love it. I love Thank this you. is Thank this you. is a great uh, uh, honor for you. It and is. Uh, it really Show is. up to everybody again. And, uh, look at this, Spike Lee. I mean, come on. Also, also, I want to mention Sopranos Con. Save the date because oh, we're going to be there. Everybody's going to get everybody there. November 23rd and 24th, 2019 yeah. at the Meadowlands Expo in Secaucus, New Jersey. Sopranos Con. Who's headlining? Me. Uh, who's <laughs> me? I know they, <laughs> they, they said they had David Preval, right? David Preval, Adi Pasquale is going to be there. And fucking, uh, who, who else is fucking guy? No, I don't want to jump. Are you doing the other sponsors, too, or are you doing that later? No, we're going to mix it up throughout All the right. show. Yeah, I don't want to jump the gun or nothing, but uh, April 3rd, we confirmed with uh, New Jersey Bad Boy of Comedy in studio. Mike Marino's yeah, going to be here. He's the man. All right? But that, that, that's just the start of it. We're still working on that show, so there's more announcements. He's trying to get the April, president. April 17th. In studio, made in Staten Island, cast and crew and stars of the show will be in studio. And I want to I want to mention here for Randy because Randy's been a big big uh, help to us. Uh, he's obviously an official wise guy now. I mean, there's there's no waiting any longer. All right. He's made. They he's opened the tonight. Book. He earned his title. You're at the sit down table and you're made tonight. Listen, I, I don't want to. <laughs> I, I don't want to make too, not too, too many of you guys know yet, but um, I spoke to Frankie Valley Longa and he's going to be our guest tonight. But we're going to talk more about Sopranos. We'll talk a little bit about Green Book because he wants to save. Green Book to do a separate show at Tony Lips Restaurant yeah. just about Green Book. And he mentioned, uh, he mentioned a lot of big house. stars that are going to be there that night to Wait see a minute. the show. Wait a minute. I got, I, uh, so Freddie gives the announcement, right? Uh, prior to this moment right now. And there's only one thing that I had to do uh, over the phone. Oh, Tom! I just watched the behind you. Yeah, Gio. Wish I could do that. Yeah, Joe, you could do that. No. <laughs> now, now, now here, speaking of Biagio, March 16th, the uh, I, the 90s, that's the name, Dance Party, and uh, Ace of Bass is going to be there, LaBouche, oh, the Mad Stuntman, uh, nice. Amuka, I'm... and Italian singing sensation, yeah. Biagio! Yeah. 
and, and just so you know, that's going to be hosted by Hollywood Hamilton. All right. Yeah, tell tell them about, you, tell them about like, your two million views. Go ahead. Oh, oh, that's oh, it? Yeah. Two million? Oh, <laughs> my my Chela Luna. Two million videos. Chela Luna videos. Two million views. Thanks. In the hallway. <laughs> also, that way, we're not done yet, but it's still a ways to go, but we're going to mention it. Una serata italiana con i cucini di compagna. Saturday, June 1st. That's a mouthful. 2019 <laughs> with special guest Biagio. Oh, hosted by the wise guys. Hosted by hosted the wise guys. Hosted by the wise guys. Where is it? It's going to be crazy time. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait, 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 it's got, it's getting there. It's getting there. What the fuck is it? I don't know if you know, though. Put that up, too. Right? But Nostra Pizza donated a 50-inch flat screen TV to uh, Starlight Productions. Oh, wow. All right. All right. All right. All right. Thank you. That is great. Great ah, stuff. Great stuff. And uh, so when you see her, you thank them. Thank you. And now you're at this one too, right? The yeah. Broadway Comedy yeah, Show. One more field. with Nikki, and then we'll, we'll get back to the show. Uh, comedy Show Saturday, May 18th at 11 p.m. 11 p.m. Start. Jesus Tickets Christ. are thirty dollars available at Eventbrite at the Broadway Comedy Show with Joseph D'Onofrio. Nikki Voices is going to be in the house that evening. Yeah. Cut off his head. Don't right. forget the chicken man. He's going Martin too Shattuck. with the chickens. Yes, that's three eighteen West Fifty Third. Street in New York. Go to the Wise Guys Facebook group page for more announcements right. on that. Right. Voices. Right. Am I you welcome with are you guys going to be oh, on stage? Boo boo. Okay. They have to buy their own ticket, though. You're going to be standing <laughs> side by side, and yeah. we got to figure out who's who. We got to figure oh. out who's tall. Now, uh, now, here, listen. I want to. I want to. I want to <laughs> congratulate Randy on something. I've been waiting to say. Um, Randy DiOrio was awarded by the IBF director Eddie Cotton an IBF honorary championship belt at Patterson City Hall the other day. Yeah. Congratulations. Congratulations for Thank all you, you do. Thank you. Congrats. You do it for everybody. You do it. You help That's us. Right. You, yeah. you, and he also has go check out his his um, his exhibit at the Patterson Museum. There's an exhibit on his life and uh, his history in the Patterson. And he's a hometown boy. Jim and, Sox, and, uh, Thank you very much. Thank you. <laughs> hometown, but raised in Chicago. I just, born I, I, in Chicago. I'm just in awe because I'm I'm with so many you know great talented people and I, I feel like I'm with family and and I, and I just love to be in the company of the wise guys. You're the man. Hey, Randy. I best, love you, man. Randy. I love you, Boo Boo. I love you more, baby. <laughs> I want to do a special mention to Sal Pagliarola. Hey, look at this. Hey, hey, Luigi. Hey, Luigi's in the house tonight. Now it's a party. Yes. <laughs> shit, shit. We got the chair for you over yeah. here. Hey, yeah, Luigi. <laughs> Luigi's in the house Luigi. tonight. Luigi. <laughs> Good, good. Are the best. Okay, okay, great. Slide it over. Slide it over. I'm right here. I'm right here. Stand on that chair. Put, put this sneaker up here. Let me sit put your sneaker up. We might have to help him with that. <laughs> right, come on. I want to see your sneakers. <laughs> oh, they're lit up. Come over here. I'm strapped. Mike, watch the I mic. now pronounce you. <laughs> oh, that was a, that would have been a great That is great. I like those sneakers. Luigi the wise guy's in the house tonight. All right, Luigi. If I had that. Uh, easy with that. Easy with that. I like that. If I had if I had shoes like that, I'd never lose Hey, Luigi, did you ever that meet Bobby Ches, three-time Bobby world champion? Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Were you a boxing fan? You're a sports fan. Yeah, of course. You remember that scene of his fight? right here. Yeah, I'm telling you. We were just Very talking. kind. Very kind. <laughs> great guy here. This is one of the best. Biagio's another one of the best. They were all the best. Best, the 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 best
that's what makes this show so special, um, Bobby, because everybody here is special. They're all good. They're not hungry for money. They're not trying to take special advantage and, and just beat them, special get over everybody. We try to work. I mean, he does his own thing. He does his own thing. He Forget about him. <laughs> Sometimes I, we don't even know I, what he does. But, but when, it, when we get together, it's about us, and it's only about us. And, and then when we're done, they, you know, he goes and does his videos. Yeah, he does li- it. It's literally like a family table. It's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Do me a favor and hand me that box right there. All the friction, that, all the friction, and, and the trouble and the problems are all gone. No, I hear you. I hear you. Chicken man. So, can we show everybody? One of the sponsors. From the sponsor. One of the sponsors. Cohiba. Well, congratulations. I do want to congratulate you. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Habibi. Habibi. He's Italian. Don't be fooled. For today, the special day with all of us here. You get to take one of these. Whether you smoke That's a Cohiba. And my man over here. I'm not sure. Hey, I, I just became a made wise guy, man. It's got a little surprise in there, too. Habibi Smoke Shop. Woo! All right, so go to Habibi's. He's got good cigars. So, so uh, uh, Bianca, Fresh. Bianca, thank you. I want to thank you for the photo today. Who's thank Karina? Karina is Karen's daughter. So Karina, Karen's daughter is bringing the pizza. That's the star of Made in Staten All right, Island. Wow. All right, wow. She's coming in briefly. She'll probably say hello, and then we'll talk about uh, real quick. But uh, there's a few other things I want to mention. Um, uh, Gianni Russo from The Godfather. Uh, he was Carlo in The Godfather. He, he has a, a book uh, called uh, Carlo. Carlo. Wait, wait, he claims he knows who killed Marilyn Monroe. It's all in his book, Hollywood Godfather. He slept with her, too. And, uh, yes, he I did? Think he did say that. That's right. Yeah. He slept with her. That's what he said. I met him. I met him. I know him a while in Little Italy, but I met him at the... T- um, at the uh, the Italian Tribune uh, dinner, Columbus dinner, and he said he would do the Wise Guy show, so we're going to try to get him in the future, so I reached out, did a special shout-out for him. Uh, Also, Bill Russo, a big Italian-American supporter in Little Italy. I mentioned him. I did a shout-out to him because he posts a lot of important Italian-American things that happen throughout uh, Little Italy and so on. Like the Sicilian sleeper. And And, uh, speaking of boxing, Anthony Pantanella, uh, he he, was before our show on the 13th, on the show of our 13th, he had a fight that night, and he knocked out uh, Miles No Chance Thomas at the UWA Elite. So I said I was gonna, he was going to knock him out, and he I did. Remember that. No chance. No chance. <laughs> Die. Hey, well, here comes the pizza pie. And, uh, yeah, a bunch of gavones out there. <laughs> so uh, I bought the chicken cutlets. Yeah. Now, now Nick, you, you want to just... He brings them fresh, too. Do you remember a little bit of that, that video you did with Ray Liotta? You, you had to memorize some of it. I'm Ray, and I quit smoking with Chantix. You know why Jeannie's husband couldn't quit smoking? Because he didn't try Chantix, Karen. That's why. <laughs> That's enough for now. That's good. Watch the full That's video. Great. Watch the video. Watch the full Watch video. The video. For Mr. Nicky Voices, boo-boo. Yes, yes. And Ray, what's going on, Ray? What's going on? Any catering business nope. happening? Look at all these caterers we get now. You're out of business? It's always great He's to see Ray, though. I'm taking a break. Ray, Ray's an Retired. Campisi. Yeah. Ray Campisi. His family is them. I know who Campisi's are. Their fathers, his yeah. uncles, clubs. Yeah. We all did that. Yeah, right? yeah, we all yeah. did. But, Those uh, were the days. He's, he's uh, a lot of fights there, too. He's Tommy. I met you there years ago. We got to ask him. Bobby, he's, he's Tommy's son, just so you know, if you remembered him. Oh, yeah. I'm yeah, Petey White. In Nor- Nork. Yes, yes. Right, yes. right off the... Yeah. A Savron Javin. A Savron Javin. <laughs> That's how we used to... Savron Javin. Tommy Marola. Tommy Marola. Tommy Marola. Yeah. I knocked him out. 
That's why we're saying that. You know, I, I forgot know about that. Yeah, yeah, I know. Know. <laughs> yeah but you want to know something? You want to know a little trivia something? That when you, at the time you fought him, um, if you remember the video, um, Bad to the Bone by George Thorogood. Remember that video, Bad to the Bone? I didn't. I don't think I've. Well, you remember the song, Bad to the Bone. Well, the actual video, get a chance to go look at it. The boxer in the video who was training in the gym at the time was Tommy Marola. And that was right around the same time you fought him. I didn't know him in, I believe, 1980. That's. Yeah. So think about how far back the song goes. And when he did the video for that song, Tommy's the boxer in the video. Just a little trivia. It's funny. We know fighters always. Come face to face with each other, and you stare at each other to size each other up. And we were looking at each other. And I went like this. Oh. <laughs> and you seem low. Little... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you knew you had him. Tommy was. You, a... you could watch. Him. I mean, look, he was a good club fighter. Yeah, but he wasn't world championship material. Yeah. He just was a tough local banger. Yeah, yeah, he was. He was a street. He was a street kid. He I, I was. Uh, uh, for he wasn't a big kid either. He would fight a lot of big guys. I know. I know. He, well, we, we all had to do I'm, that. I'm going to mention a name. Do right. you remember the name Larry Melillo? White. <laughs> Larry Melillo. Uh, don't recall. He was a, a Nork police officer. He's retired now. He was one. Of, he was considered Nork's strongest. Police officer. He was just monster. He was just a big powerlifter. Like you know, Larry, so anyhow, Larry Malone. Tommy used to fight him like every year. They used to try to. He used to. They used to go at it every year to see who would win the fight in the street. Years doing I'm just saying, Tommy. You know, he was a neighborhood guy. He was a tough kid uh, for his size, especially. And uh, oh no, I don't doubt that he was tough, and I don't doubt that he could fight to a degree. Did thirty fucking years. <laughs> I. I I question his thoughts and yeah. his, his actions. Yeah, well, you know, it's it's a, it's a street and uh, and boxing are two different things. Yeah. you know, big time. And I know you were a street fighter too, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, so yeah, I, yeah, so, yeah, I, so I'm not. Yeah, it's Rocky and Tommy well, Morrison. I used, have, I used right. to have, and this is the funny part. I would drive, and I was proud as I was telling Gaspers on route on route 23. I would have my car, have my lights, beach. Excuse me, license plate, beaches on my car, black and gold Lincoln Continental. Oh, nice. I'm driving down the street and I got people cutting me off and pulling me over to want to fight. <laughs> they want to fight. <laughs> they want to fight. Are you, are you really kidding? Just like just. Well, three guys pull us over. This is right by. Uh, That's unbelievable. Right before you get to the reservoir, one Q. America. I forget the restaurant that was on the left. Guys behind me flashing me, past me, cuts the car off and slides his car so that I can't get through without hitting him. <laughs> so I get out of the car and the guy is driving. The little guys, maybe five seven. That was me. <laughs> <laughs> what are you trying to stop? Was like no, I didn't say four seven. I just <laughs> so he gets out of the car and it's a little guy and I'm like, now the guy gets out of the other side to get in the car. He's about six two. He's a big guy and I start screaming at the driver because he was the one who flashed me and cut me off. And the big guy comes at me. And he starts to throw a punch, and I slipped the punch, and I hit him. Matter of fact, that scar is where his tooth went through his oh wow through his cheek into my hand, <laughs> and he went down on the ground, and he was just laying there, and he couldn't get up. He was still babbling, and the little guy said, "Leave, leave him alone, Bobby." Oh, <laughs> well, you knew who I was. You pulled me over anyway. So I grabbed him. And he was a little guy, and I slammed him into the other guy's face and threw him over the rail. Oh my God. <laughs> nah, this is important. You're part. watching The Godfather. Then I then I put, then I drove to the police station, which was about a half a mile away, and pressed charges. But I said I only want to follow through if they come in the press, because he threw he threw the punch first. Yeah. 
I just responded. But you're a registered when fighter, I hit, too, right? No, yeah, no, not registered. No. But I'm allowed to defend myself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But as soon as you're no longer a threat, if I, I keep yeah. stomp by stomp on your head and yeah. all that stuff, I go to jail. It's not self-defense right. anymore. Then. It's not self-defense yeah. anymore. Now I'm, now I'm just abusing the yeah. situation. So he went down. That was it. And I went to the police station. They don't fill out all the paperwork. 45 minutes later, they showed up at the police station. And they said, listen, so you're only, covered. He said, you can only counter-press. It's a lesser court. In, in a, it's a lesser charge in a court of law. He said, and trust me, you can't win. On top of, he had a witness. It was my best friend. He had a witness that didn't smell like alcohol, and you guys all stink of it. <laughs> <laughs> Two years later, I pulled into a gas station. It's him. <laughs> oh, God. You want to fight you again? No, 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 no. This time he wanted gas. I rolled down the window, and he, and he went, "Hey, how you doing? You want to finish up where we left off?" Oh wow! He ran into the station, locked the door, pulled the police. Bob, hey, I want to ask you if I could bring you right back to your prime. I he was pumping gas. Your best, your best, your best. Uh, you know, ready to go to fight anybody. Who, out of all the fighters in the history, in history, who would you be your dream fight to fight? If we were at the same weight, yeah, same weight. I think the I think the pretty much pound for pound, probably the best fighter that's ever lived who fought in the sixties, seventies, eighties, nineties. Roberto Duran. Roberto Duran. Oh, but you fought? Didn't you fight him? No, Vinny Pazienza fought. Oh, Vinny. Uh, that's right. Vinny fought him. Vinny fought him I a couple times. Durant. Didn't he? What? Is, I sparred Duran three rounds in nineteen eighty one. Duran, huh? Yeah, I think. Man. I think overall. He just—I mean, just imagine competing for five decades in that business. Yeah, that's true. Most people wouldn't even stay alive. Yeah. Never I, mind. Do all I sparred him in Hoboken, and the song "Love on a Two Way Street" was on. <laughs> I remember "Love on a Two Way Street," and he old. was screaming at me, "Yab, really? yab, yab, yab!" We sparred three. Now he lost against Hearns. Am I right? Or Hearns? Yeah, Hearns. Hearns dropped. Hearns. Hearns hit him with one of the best yeah, right hands in history. Really? Knocked him cold one shot. He, he fought my stable mate, Nino Gonzalez. Okay, I remember why. Hearns, Hearns beat him. I know that. He, he wouldn't fight me. And it's funny, years later, I found out why. Tommy, uh, his trainer, was Emmanuel Stewart, yeah. Cronk Jim. And we were talking, and he said, you know, I told Tommy, the guy you probably want to steer clear of <laughs> is Bobby Chess, because you can hit him all day long. <laughs> and he's he ain't stop. going anywhere. And he's eventually going to hit you. <laughs> and, you and you tend to tire out a little bit. So he wouldn't fight. Wow. Yeah. He was a tough cookie, yet, though, yet he fought. Yet he fought Iran yeah. Barkley, yeah. and Barkley beat him Stopped. twice. Yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. Beat Hearns twice, right? right. Yeah. Now, uh, another thing about Randy I wanted to mention, I got to see the movie The Brawler. That was a movie about Chuck Wepner. Thank you. And uh, what a great movie to watch. He's in it uh, multiple times. He's in yeah. it at the beginning and I at the end. I actually saw it, too. And uh, it, it was a great movie. Great movie. And uh, uh, congratulations on it. We Thanks. watched it on demand. And uh, We all put a lot of time and energy into that film. Yeah, I mean, I, I got to tell you, I saw Chuck, and then I saw that, and it, it, it's, it is different, and, and oh, but, but I like those kind of movies, so I can watch them things Such all day long. What I, what I love about our movies, Chuck's we have guy. we have so many actors from Sopranos and, and Goodfellas and Joe D'Onofrio. We have Burt Young from Rocky, and yeah, and, Burt's and, cool. And I, and I was honored to be acting with uh, Joe Pantoliano, Emmy Award winner, side by side, so wow. for me it was a thrill. Wow. And we got the film in Patterson, as well as Trump Taj Mahal. Wow. So uh, what? What an and thank you, thank you for taking the time to watch. Oh, absolutely! You'd be surprised. Great movie. Great movie. One, I did a movie with Eddie Murphy, I Spy. Oh yeah, where I played myself, which is not that hard to do. But but they were going through a set set of sequences with fighting, and Eddie made it very clear: nobody's punching me in the face because there was a scene where you need his face to get distorted. Yeah. So I said, "You're going to shoot this in slow motion." I said, "So just." 
do it in slow motion. Let him get his face as sort as we. He never gets hurt. He goes, I think that'll work. <laughs> <laughs> well, he was also in Resurrection Boulevard, Bobby, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Three episodes of that. Wow. It's funny because I, I tease Eddie Murphy. I, he used to do a skit, and he used to say, when a woman climaxes real hard, she makes a beastly sound. And are we, can you do that impression over there, uh, Luigi? Yeah, yeah. How's it sound? It sounds, like, it sounds kind of like this. Come over there. Oh! Comes the pieces getting stale. And that's why I left anyway, my ex-girlfriend. The funny, the funny thing was, he used to have the tape, and I used to keep it in my car all the time. The cassette was a cassette tape, and. Whenever I went on a date with a, the first time a new girl, I used to push, I used to push it in. Say, because he said, he said men are all they're all a little crazy and full of themselves. And he said they, they got their head buried in a pillow, going, "I got this son of a bitch now." When they make that noise, so I he said, "You're the sickest wife I ever met in my life." <laughs> I don't know, but we had some fun. with yeah. him. He was good, good guy. Um, the, real quick, uh, uh, speaking of that 17 show, I, did, I do have to mention uh, what uh, the made from Staten Island crew. I forgot. Uh, I got notified. Uh, support Pizza Nostra's in total. Obviously, New Jersey Chef Ryan, who's their chef, uh, Ryan, Chef Ryan Vargo. Uh, okay. And log into the link and uh, and that we have on our page and get a, a Chef F a Chef 05 and to get a discount Coba. You will receive $15 off the price of your ticket. The final cost is $25 per ticket. He will be in um, a fight, a culinary fight club in uh, Brooklyn about, uh, I think it's hamburgers. Yeah. It's hamburgers and, and uh, so support him. It's uh, it's going to be, in, it's going to go around. It's, uh, it's called the Culinary Fight Club, speaking of fighting. Like idea. 2019 idea. Blended Burger Battle Tour. Brooklyn, New York, Omaha, Nebraska, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, Portland, Oregon, so and so on. And uh, so please, he'll be on the show talking about this. He's a big time chef and he will be on the show with Made in Staten Island. I think he'll come on nice. first. But I understood where we're nice. going. Well, we're going to try. Okay. We're going to try. We're going to try. So we got to go. Great. Yes, I'm definitely going to try now. And our friends, Abnormal Attraction, Craig Loigren, comedian, yeah. available now. Rent. Uh, it's called um, Abnormal Attraction Movie by the the Fuzz on the Lens crew. Our good friends. In it. Yes, right. Yeah, uh, a lot of big Gilbert stars. Godfrey, uh, that's right. Yeah, Taylor that's right. Maine. Good stuff. So uh, check out Abnormal Attraction now. Available to rent or own on all things Amazon and more. Here's Remember, we had them guys on when they were doing the Staten Island Clown for Christ's yeah, sake. And, yeah, and and also Saturday, April twenty seventh, our friend. Anthony Rhoda, you at this one? No, no, not that one. Um, May, May 28th, I'm going to be, no, May 24th, I'm going to be with him in Lebanon. Get your day straight there, after this. The Paisan Entertainment presents Anthony Rodia live in Staten Island. Doors open at 7.30. Check him out, Anthony Rodia, Uncle Vinny on Facebook. Uncle Vinny. And, uh, we did a special mention for them. Get that done. And Tony Lips, uh, hopefully Frankie Valley Longer joins us soon. I can't wait soon. to eat here. Tony there. Lips, Italian restaurant and pizza. Awesome. Uh, call them up. It's great. It's 829 Franklin Lake Road in Franklin Lakes, the open. Uh, what time's it open? Probably around uh, lunch lunchtime. lunchtime I'm yeah. assuming. He's right next to the market box. Close yeah. that yeah. Anybody knows yeah. Franklin yeah. Lake? Yes, yeah, exactly. Tony Lip Restaurant. Tony Lip. Uh, and uh, so we we're, we're, we're can't wait. Now, now the announcement is. Thank you, Randy, yes. for making that Tony Lip happen, that that, that uh, live uh, remote that we're going to plan on doing. If it becomes a success, everybody can send Randy the uh, gift at his house. We'll give you the address of his house. Yeah. 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 So much. You did a great job, Randy. Thank you so much. You know what? That's definitely an official. Hey, One, two, three. Action!
all. All right. He, he did oh mention Danny God. Aiello, a couple names just yeah. to give you an that idea. That cocksucker. Ophelian in Rambutana. And then uh, also hardcore Italians. Uh, we oh, still didn't get together with Italians. them yet. Just, oh, yeah. We just pull the gloves off. <laughs> <laughs> That's Danny Aiello. He's not calling him. Is that no, Chicago? I got, I got no, Danny's a good guy. Yeah, I love Danny. And uh, speaking of Mike Marino, uh, who is our guest on April 3rd. He's, he's awesome. He's, to, I think, tomorrow night. Tomorrow, oh, yeah. The tw- no, the 27th, between 7 and 10 p.m., the big, fat, black pussycat in New York, New York, New York. He, um, he's our guest on April 3rd, but go check him out. Mike Marino, Make America Italian. That's a funny boy, let me tell you. Make America Italian again on Wednesday, March 27th, between 7 and 10 p.m. At the big fat black pussy cat in New York. Say that again. The nice. big, you know, <laughs> Mike. Mike was on a really, really great television show, and I'm like, wow, I like this comedian, and I forgot his name. Three days later, I see him here at the what? Oh, Mike wow. Morales. Wow. He's at the Wise Guys show. Uh, and I'm like, yeah. it, was, it was beautiful. That's original, right? People are coming through. People are coming yeah. through here. Yeah. We went to see him in Bloomington. It's all a big no. circle. Yes. 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 Last year. Last year. Yeah. Hamela shot. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what else we got? You uh, got also, Joe Conti uh, in the South Florida. If you're South Florida realtor, we're working on ha- making him a sponsor. He is the radio talk show host of Conti Tonight. and uh, we, Conti Tonight. Yes. That sounds a little weird. Yes. Yeah, Barber and also minikiss.com. Minikiss. Minikiss. Louis Fatal hey. and Mini Peter. Yeah. They've been rocking it, man. You, they, Them guys just went somewhere. You remember where they went? Uh, Lake Tahoe, Sarasota, Florida. Sarasota, Florida recently. They were partying hard. I was getting videos from them all. <laughs> it was some crazy videos, great. man. Uh, you can't show them on Facebook, though. <laughs> well, because Facebook's down right now. Yeah. They're under investigation. Fucking jump but, uh, the Also, our buddy Angel, Angel Salazar has been showing his face. Chi-Chi. Yes. Chi-Chi, get the yayo. Remember me, Angel? Angel Salazar? Chi-Chi, get the yayo. Chi-Chi. Scarface. Opposite Al Pacino. Also, Carlitos Way. Yeah. We got Al Pacino in here tonight. Al Pacino's here tonight. How you doing? Yeah, you hey, Al Pacino. Hey, I, I got to make a shout out to Al Pacino's sister, Roberta Pacino, because she's a very good friend of mine. Oh, all right, okay. Roberta Pacino. Can I believe it? That's my daughter you're talking about. <laughs> that's, that's next. That's actually when they next, made the movie uh, Donnie Brasco, I had dinner with him in, on Thompson Street. Wow. Restaurant. Him, Johnny Depp, everybody. Did you at least cook the chickens this time? <laughs> no, what was your, can I wasn't in the chicken. Can I ask what were your what was your job with them? You lived you slept with them, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> what, what, what was your job? You slept with them. What, what do you Get mean? Cost. What was my this job? Sounds a little weird. That was his right. job. I know. That was my <laughs> job. Just leave it up. Let me just give it to you, boo. Yeah. No, wait, wait. You you were it's time like, to wake up. Were you they like their security? The, they, came, they came to the coffee shop. No, they oh, came to the. Coffee but then you shop. like stay in the trailer with them. Yeah. I'm saying, but what did you? What, but what did you do in the trailer? I hung out with them. I watched them shoot. You made them coffee. But, okay, yeah. all right. Well, you're yeah, the security guy now. No. You just they like walked into the. No, no, no. They, so how do they, they like they their coffee? They happened to come to 21st Avenue and they came to the coffee shop. Okay, they, I made them cappuccino and yeah. espresso. Uh, how'd you and end up in the camper? With you them? know me, I just bullshit right away. Yeah. And we became friends. They were shooting in Clifton, and I went over with them. Oh, and all I was right. with them for a whole nice. week or two. Nice. Then I took them to New York at Rocco's Restaurant, Thompson Street, and uh, we hung out the okay. whole month. Okay, all right. Okay. Ah, now boo. All right, he's back. The chicken man of Alcatraz is back. Yes. All right. 
That's good stuff. And uh, our buddy, you know, Shane Coyle, uh, Prank Call Mafia, uh, the ultimate decor, he's back and uh, doing his videos again. He's doing pretty good. He's getting his fan base back. And, uh, you know, he had a little bumps on the road, but everybody gets a second chance. So we'll see how he does. What did he say? Something bad? He's yeah. doing a com. No, he was just well, uh, forgetting. I'm going to get into it. Long story. But he's doing a show with, with uh, Joe D'Onofrio in Florida. Florida. Oh, is he? And Tony right. Darrow. Tony Darrow, that's right. He's going to go Darryl. 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 that. Yeah, great actor. He's a very nice guy. Yeah. I met him. What happened? All right, how much time we got? Because I got to get the sausage out of the oven. We Freddy. got. Uh, <laughs> we still got about uh, ten minutes. Well, I want to minutes. talk about Chuck Webster. He said, "Right, yeah, I'm sorry? Sorry? the Rocky movie really based." Yeah, well, yeah, he, he was wasn't really in the lawsuit. Yeah, it was. He was it the was. inspiration for the. Stallone because he's able to take a punch. Stallone, that the Stallone, went to, Stallone went to the fight. Combination. And he saw the heart that Chuck Webner displayed. He went the whole 15 rounds. He even knocked Ali down, you know, once. No, he didn't knock he him was, down. He stepped well, on his foot. he stepped foot. on his foot and he went down. Is that what happened? Yeah, yeah he, he stepped, stepped on his foot. On his foot. I was going to get down. to that, but um, okay. there were two movies made, the Chuck and the one that we made about him, but he was the inspiration for, you know, Stallone always said he was the inspiration for So let me ask you something. You know and he won, a, well. he won a huge lawsuit. That Raging Bull. Did Rocky take any scenes out of there too? No. No, Raging Bull came no? after Rocky. No. Did Raging Bull come out after? Yeah, yeah. 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 It did? What year did that come Rocky out? Rocky came out in 76. Came out. Raging Bull came out in 80. Yeah, that was about Wait, Rocky Lamont. came out in 79. 70s. Well, no, I so think. Originally 76. I think I am right. I'm going to tell you why. It wasn't Rocky 1, it was Rocky 2. When I watched Raging Bull, yeah, when he was fighting, who was he fighting? Um, Raging Bull, Sugar Ray, Sugar was Ray Robinson, Sugar, Sugar Ray yeah. Robinson. But he just Reagan stood there. All right, just said, Give, hit me. I love a down. This movie, the movie, the movie, movie that you're, me. yeah, because I never fell. No, whatever he said, totally based on Jake Lamotta's life. It yeah. was all okay. It's trying to do it. Was approved. No, 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 no. It was nothing to do with like it looked like certain stories. You know, a lot of fighters, you know, stories are similar though. Right. Okay. How Joe Pesci got the role. In, in that, right, uh, Freddie? The you family enforcer it? with Frank fucking Vincent, that prick. <laughs> you heard about that, Scorsese right? saw the movie, he called me up, he said he wanted me in the picture, I told him to go fuck himself. Die. <laughs> well, you know, you know it's funny, in, in the movie, he plays Jake LaMotta's brother. Jake LaMotta's brother, in reality, had like over a hundred pro fights. He wasn't the so he was a, he was a fight. He was a tough he was a dude fighter. himself. So it was fictional. But he plays, you know, but, but Joe Pesci plays his brother, like his, you know, his corner man. Right, his right, right. Okay. But, Jake LaMotta's brother was a really tough dude wow. with over 100 pro fights. He would have really, in this day and age, he would have been really, so, really Now, he was middleweight, right? Never went down. Jake LaMotta was a middleweight? Yes, he was. Yeah, middleweight. middleweight. So you're talking about I met, I met Jake LaMotta. Jake LaMotta used to hang up P.D. White. Uh-huh. Oh, I knew Jake very well. Do you remember yeah. when... Did you want to laugh? You got, you, know, you got a picture of this. I'm on set with him, and we're not... It's not recording yet, but uh, after Foxwoods, it was an Italian-American thing. Mm-hmm. All of us Italian-American, blah, blah, blah. And he introduces me to his son. He said, Jake Jr., I'd like you to meet Bobby Chez. He fucked your mother. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> Jake. He said, no, no, it's okay. They all, she loves fighters. They all screwed her. So I go over to Ray Mancini. I said, Ray, can you oh, believe, Ray what, can you believe what, what Jake said? He goes, Bob, it's the best blowjob I've ever had in my life. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh, man. Tony, Tony Danza. I mean, it was a whole, a whole slew. And she slept. She slept. She loved fighters. Oh, really? my God. That's yeah, crazy. I mean, she did Playboy at like 51 or 52. She was dropped oh, in gorgeous. Who, who was this? Vicky. Jake. Yeah, Vicky. Vicky. Lamont. Oh, wow. His wife. So, 
So wow. boom, boom, so man. He boom. was that movie. I'm sorry. That movie was all about that he was really jealous. Or that was, yeah, he always was. Yeah, was but he, but he, he always was jealous, but I, I, maybe maybe he had good reason. Yeah. <laughs> uh, boom, 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 Mancini is, it means Manicinistra, left hand. You know that. Yeah. No, I didn't know that. No. Manna is I trained with Mancini Sinistra in the Times Square boxing gym. We never sparred, but we trained together. He actually was in charge of the gym when no one was there. But I remember Ray Mancini's birthday is March 15th, and mine was March 19th. So like in the middle, St. Patty's Day, uh-huh. who years it? back, we celebrated both of our birthdays. Who was it that inspired you? I know you talked about Me, the past a little bit uh, of history. When I was a kid, I watched Rocky in 1976. Well, I watched Bruce Lee in 1973, wow, and I had my record, my full contact karate record was 109 wins, 19 oh, so losses on points. as well. Yeah. Is that where it started Yeah, it started with Bruce Lee. And then in 76, I watched Rocky and then I went to the gym and I met Bobby Chaz's brother. I sparred with Bobby when we were both amateurs and I sparred with his two, bro- two brothers. So you he was started with karate. He was a kid with long hair. But yeah. his brother is the first guy I ever got in a ring with. His brother, um, his brother Tony. Three. Tony. So we're in the ring and we're moving. And I'm watching. I didn't have any boxing training, formal boxing training at the time, and uh, just Rocky and his brother clocked me. One, I see my feet go up in the air and I landed a wow. canvas. You know, I got up. We worked. Well, my brother round. Tony's the youngest of the three. Yeah. But his, his two brothers are very, very talented fighters. But they could, yeah, they could both fight. We had triple oh. crown in the state junior Olympics. They were junior Olympic champions. Two, two everything. Gold medals on the East oh, Coast. Wow. One bronze medal, and I went on to win a. But you went on match. to go professional. You know, I was the they, badass. I was, they didn't go professional. They didn't go pro. No, they, they didn't, didn't go. go pro. One became a chiropractor, and the other one's a writer. Oh, okay, okay. You, I, 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 went, I had a professor now in Princeton. I went on to have nine pro fights. I went six, two, and one, but they were unsanctioned in wow. Colorado. But it started but from karate. I'm just trying to see how you went from karate because of the Rocky movie. No, no, inspir- no, gave it, the inspiration no, uh, to go into the dragon, into the dragon, into the, uh, No, but I'm saying from karate to going to boxing, well, martial arts. I, I was just a, I was a foster kid, so I was moved from place to place. Okay. I really couldn't have a football uniform and a baseball uniform, and I couldn't have things, so I was often alone in a room. Wow. In Menlo Park, I was in cells and places holding patterns to find out where they could put me. So you're alone in a room, and so you you, you, wow. you, 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 you hit the bedroom mattress, and, and you make believe you're this dangerous prisoner, you know, which, wow. which I wasn't. But and, you, and, and, of course, there's no shortage of tough guys when you're locked up that want to fight you, so it's all right there. And, it, and I found out when you you're a fighter, and if you're good, people they like you and they respect you, and, and so and that's where it went. Got a few books out too himself. Yeah. Uh, no, you got to speak oh. into the mic for us to hear you. Oh, you think you can't hear me? No, Randy's got his books out. <laughs> Randy's got a few books out. Got a couple there too. of books. Yeah. Got a couple of books. I don't know. Do you wow. guys? Did you, do you guys know Pat Prisco? Yeah, I, I yeah. got to see Pat later this month, 25th. Oh, yeah, Pat, Pat Prisco. Pat, pretty Pat Prisco. Good friend of mine. <laughs> yeah, very good friend of mine. I work out with him at the gym every once. Yeah, I loved it. I loved it. He hits the speed bag for like an hour Thank you. Thank you. But you kept your weight like this the whole time. No, no, I got. I went up to two eighteen at one two. Two eighteen. I I was two eighteen, then I got back down to one sixty because I was too sluggish. Yeah. I, I, well, I, I got pictures. You, I'll send you pictures of me at 218. Some of it's through maturity. He claims that he just got a little lazy and sloppy. And then I started the body build up to 247. I, I was eating five meals a but day. But were you as fast? Of course not. The speed's going to slow down a little bit, speed's, correct? Yeah. Think about this. But the power's going to be there, obviously. Why does a bullet kill you? Speed. Because yeah. how fast it's going. Right. If a cannonball could travel at the speed of a bullet, it would go through ten buildings. <laughs> 
<laughs> right. But it's so big that it, it just blows away one building. Sarah, mass times velocity equals the destructive power. Mm. So we got guys that are really fast that are not real big. You don't. And it's, here's another thing: the human body, it has its own in inside itself. It has its own inbred things. If I, you have your hands down here, you're just, your hands are just standing right here, right? And I walk up and I walk up and throw a punch at you. And you can see it coming. Your body's going to brace itself for it. Automatically. Right? Automatically. Got it. Even though you still may go down. Right. But when you don't see it, your body can't brace itself for it. Odds of you going down are close to 100%. Fighters usually get knocked out by the punches they don't see. If they stand and say, hit me, hit me, you hit them. And he, real quick story, uh, okay. I had a, I, this motorcycle Racing dude was really tough. big, and he, and he was with his wife, and he goes, human, I'll take Randy's the best punch. The brain reacts in, that in fractions of seconds. Wow. You know, I just fact. want to tell you this. And, and, and so I hit him. And, 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 you know, he flinched off. So then I set myself up with just a jab to show the right. And the, the jab, because he didn't see it, knocked him down. Wow. And he was actually knocked down. He was arguing with his wife. Randy did not be, I'm like, I'm like, Lee, didn't I knock him out? <laughs> but, but the whole point of the story is, it's like he says, it's the punch that you don't see. You don't see I could load up and hit most. you with a hard or one and you just damage. shake it off. But if, if you don't see it, you know, then you have, you know, the... That friend, she was like heavyweight world champion right. wow. named yeah. Leslie Stewart. And he threw a right hand that I never saw. Immediately, my feet came out from under me. I got up. I was okay. But I went down. You went down? Yeah. Wasn't well, happy about it. Well, Bobby and Randy, we want to thank you guys so much. Right. we got to go to our first break. But we want to thank everybody who's listening on YouTube. We're going to have a... Uh, thank you, everybody. Um, uh, we're going to go on a break, and we're going to come back with Sopranos, Sopranos Con, and go back. But uh, you're watching the Wise Guys Show live oh, on, yeah. on YouTube, say, and uh, and we're on TuneIn Radio and, and DDV Radio if you want to just listen to us, if you're having technical problems. Uh, um, and uh, we'll be back after these messages to continue our St. Patrick. Patrick's Day special. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Thank you your mom left, but I had I had a great scary. Here's one of those If you're searching for a doctor who really cares about your health and well-being, contact Dr. Alex at Tri-State Health and Wellness. Dr. Alex specializes in treating law enforcement professionals and their families and features special hours to accommodate alternating work schedules. All necessary testing can be performed in their friendly and comfortable environment. Contact Tri-State Health and Wellness located in Fairlawn, New Jersey. Call 201-791-7771. That's 201-791-7771. Dr. Alex at Tri-State Health and Wellness, a premier sponsor of the bluemagazine.com and ddvradio.com. Kale Orthopedic Center, high-performance care for bodies in motion. Kale Orthopedic Center is proud to provide comprehensive orthopedic care for the men and women of law enforcement and their families. Contact Kale Orthopedic Center at 201-447-3880. Kale Orthopedic Center, high-performance care for bodies in motion. If you're looking for a new vehicle or a certified used vehicle, look no further. Visit Wayne Ford, New Jersey's law enforcement preferred dealer, featuring the largest inventory of pre-owned certified vehicles. Wayne Ford is conveniently located on Route 46 in Wayne, New Jersey. Contact Wayne Ford today. Toll free 888-349-6857. That's 888-349-6857. The Blue Magazine. The nation's unfiltered and independent voice for law enforcement. The Blue Magazine's main objective is to strengthen the ties that bind us together as brothers and sisters in blue. Featuring relative, helpful, and interesting articles while publishing the true and uncensored 
stories of the men and women in law enforcement who have taken the oath to protect and serve. Visit TheBlueMagazine.com. That's www.TheBlueMagazine.com. If you're a police officer, you know that visibility is a key safety issue. Now it's time for you to be the light in the darkness with the world's first patented rechargeable LED identifier, Body Beacon. Whether it be traffic enforcement or search and rescue, increased visibility is key to your safety. Inform your purchasing department about Body Beacon. Visit rescueleaders.com or call 862-221-9069. Homebridge Financial Services. Offering mortgages for everyday heroes. Contact Michelle Hendershot at Homebridge Financial Services. Call 973-464-7119. That's 973-464-7119. Are you looking to purchase a home in Florida? For more information, contact Jenny Ramirez. Call Jenny Ramirez at La Rosa Realty. Jenny Ramirez has been finding homes for law enforcement officers for over 15 years. Call 321-946-8555 or visit jenny.larosarealty.com. Are you looking for the best dentist and dental care services near you? Discover the Silverstrom Group Difference. Conveniently located in Livingston, New Jersey, the Silverstrom Group is the winner of the Best Dentist Award for five years in a row and voted New Jersey Top Dentists for 2018. Providing exceptional and compassionate care, the Silverstrom Group. Call 973-992-3990. That's 973-992-3990. If you're a member of the law enforcement profession and are looking to establish long-lasting business relationships with businesses that are blue-friendly, it's time to visit visitblue.com. Visitblue.com features some of the best doctors, lawyers, realtors, as well as other service providers, such as home improvement and financial services. If you are looking for reliable, trustworthy service providers, visit visitblue.com. That's www.visitblue.com. If you're looking for the widest variety of talk programming, entertainment, news, and information, you've found it. DDVRadio.com features programs such as Uncle Floyd Radio, The Wise Guys Show, and Blue World Uncensored. DDVRadio.com, the official radio network of VisitBlue.com and TheBlueMagazine.com. Tri-State Health and Wellness. If you're searching for a doctor who truly cares about your health and well-being, contact Dr. Alex at Tri-State Health and Wellness. Dr. Alex specializes in treating law enforcement professionals and their families and features special hours to accommodate alternating work schedules. All necessary testing can be performed in their friendly and comfortable environment. Contact Tri-State Health and Wellness, located in Fairlawn, New Jersey. Call 201-791-7771. That's 201-791-7771. Dr. Alex at Tri-State Health and Wellness, a premier sponsor of TheBlueMagazine.com and DDVRadio.com. Kale Orthopedic Center, high-performance care for bodies in motion. Kale Orthopedic Center is proud to provide comprehensive orthopedic care for the men and women of law enforcement and their families. Contact Kale Orthopedic Center at 201-447-3880. Kale Orthopedic Center, high-performance care for bodies in motion. If you're looking for a new vehicle or a certified used vehicle, look no further. Visit Wayne Ford, New Jersey's law enforcement preferred dealer, featuring the largest inventory of pre-owned certified vehicles 
vehicles. Wayne Ford is conveniently located on Route 46 in Wayne, New Jersey. Contact Wayne Ford today. Toll free 888-349-6857. That's 888-349-6857. The Blue Magazine. The nation's unfiltered and independent voice for law enforcement. The Blue Magazine's main objective is to strengthen the ties that bind us together as brothers and sisters in blue. Featuring relative, helpful, and interesting articles while publishing the true and uncensored stories of the men and women in law enforcement who have taken the oath to protect and serve. Visit thebluemagazine.com. That's www.thebluemagazine.com. If you're a police officer, you know that visibility is a key safety issue. Now it's time for you to be the light in the darkness with the world's first patented rechargeable LED identifier, Body Beacon. Whether it be traffic enforcement or search and rescue, increased visibility is key to your safety. Inform your purchasing department about Body Beacon. Visit rescueleaders.com or call 862-221-9069. Homebridge Financial Services. Offering mortgages for everyday heroes. Contact Michelle Hendershot at Homebridge Financial Services. Call 973-464-7119. That's 973-464-7119. Are you looking to purchase a home in Florida? For more information, contact Jenny Ramirez. Call Jenny Ramirez at La Rosa Realty. Jenny Ramirez has been finding homes for law enforcement officers for over 15 years. Call 321-946-8555 or visit jenny.larosarealty.com. Are you looking for the best dentist and dental care services near you? Discover the Silverstrom Group Difference. Conveniently located in Livingston, New Jersey, the Silverstrom Group is the winner of the Best Dentist Award for five years in a row and voted New Jersey Top Dentists for 2018. Providing exceptional and compassionate care, the Silverstrom Group. Call 973-992-3990. That's 973-992-3990. If you're a member of the law enforcement profession and are looking to establish long-lasting business relationships with businesses that are blue-friendly, it's time to visit visitblue.com. Visitblue.com features some of the best doctors, lawyers, realtors, as well as other service providers, such as home improvement and financial services. If you are looking for reliable, trustworthy service providers, visit visitblue.com. That's www.visitblue.com. If you're looking for the widest variety of talk programming, entertainment, news, and information, you've found it. DDVRadio.com features programs such as Uncle Floyd Radio, The Wise Guys Show, and Blue World Uncensored. DDVRadio.com, the official radio network of VisitBlue.com and TheBlueMagazine.com. And now, back to the program. DDVRadio.com. Let me leave my fruit. I'm not 
opinions expressed by the hosts, callers, and guests are not those of DGVRadio.com, Envisage Productions, LLC, its advertisers, sponsors, or employees. Special 20-year anniversary Sopranos Con. And let's look at the end of the table and see who our new guest star this evening. <laughs> Sitting at the end of the table is none other than singing sensation Fernando Tenore. No. <laughs> I had just going. I had just going. No, no. Sitting at the end of the table is none other than Federico Castelluccio. That's right. Sopranos Con. That's right, Sopranos in the house tonight, and uh, sitting next to Artie is our official godfather, the wise guys. You're our official godfather. We uh, we announced it. Compliment that. Yes, you are our official godfather. Artie Pasquale's in the house tonight. Artie gave us a picture of himself getting killed on the Sopranos, and we uh, have it hanging in the in the room. And uh, also, now I want to mention uh, the also in the room with us is Sopranos Cons in the house tonight. Yeah, you, nice. you want to mention your names real quick, just to throw yous out? Yeah, sure. The Joe Farmer. Joe Farmer. Uh, Dan Trader. And the one without the mic? Uh, Tom Eckie. Tom Eckie, okay. Well, thank yous all for coming. Obviously, this segment is all about the Sopranos. And uh, I'm going to just start off first with the, with, um, the Sopranos con, guys. Now, what, what was the, was this something that you just came up with? You just, where did it all start? Yeah, sure. I'll tell you, I'll tell you how, the, how it all got started. Um, you know, we're huge fans. Um, I've been watching the show since its conception, straight through. Twice a year now after it's been off the air, uh, me and my wife, we spend pretty much every night watching an episode, and uh, I've been tra- training to do events. Last 10 years, I'm into signs, printing, events, stuff, and I've always dreamt of doing something for the fans. Uh, concept, I uh, passed over to Dan, we started talking about it, he had kind of had the same idea. Then we bring it to another partner, uh, Michael, who's done events in the past, he's done some uh, Meet the Sopranos dinners and such. And it kind of all just came together. Now with the 20th anniversary coming up, we wanted to do something that we can get a bunch of Maniac Sopranos fans in a room together 
uh, to enjoy like a, a con experience, nice. uh, a true con experience. Nice. Uh, you know, doing Very events, nice. great. gaming. Great. Uno, dos, tres, What do you think, Federico? I think it's great, man. I think Artie? these guys, Fabulous. these guys. Let me tell you, Dan and Joe. I met them before, and they are unbelievable. I mean, any anything, any kind of question you have about the Sopranos, any lines or anything, ask them, and they'll be able to tell you. We got some competition. We got some competition. Oh, we go to fucking war every time we see each other. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, that's brilliant, man. Brilliant accent. Thank you. Thank you. Accent. Twenty years, though. Can you can you think? I, I can't believe it. Just can't believe it. When when they said it's a twentieth anniversary, I'm like, what? just crept up on us like this you know and uh but it's it's been it's been great i mean fans have been been wonderful with us you know it's great it's been rejuvenated you have a lot of young people now that are 17 they weren't even born at the time and they heard about it from probably their parents and now they've developed this interest in an excited interest about it so it's great how it's it's so come around again to a whole new generation. Yeah, whole new generation. You know, and and I get younger kids that are coming up to me and like, hey man, you're Furio, right? And I'm like, yeah, yeah. I used to be. <laughs> how, how often? When I was on the set, that's when I was Furio. <laughs> no, but how often do you get that a day? You get a lot? Uh, quite a, quite a few times. Yeah, yeah. You find it more now, like than, than two years ago. Well, yeah, There's a period. It's, it's like another cycle. Yeah, it's in the people's consciousness <clears throat> now last because month you know we're it every day. Remember last month? Was yeah. Well, that that's every right. Day, that's right. The whole week. A when it was, month, I think. Yeah, that's the true. age of the yeah, binge watching now. Yeah. You know, everybody's binge watching watch. things the whole season through, so it's a whole new generation yeah. now. Now, right? the, what your list of guests? Do you have any right now that you can mention? Uh, sure, uh, Dan. Would you like to take the lead on that? Yeah. Well, I mean, the people that we already have signed on right now, besides Artie and Federico, we have David Proval, plays Richie Aprile, um, uh Al Sapienza, Mike, uh, Mikey Palmese. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> we got Jason Serbone, played uh, Jackie Jr. Uh, recent, the most recent ones that we signed within the last day or two are Ray Abruzzo. Nice. Bill Carmine. Great, and, great uh, actor. Will Janowitz, who played Finn, signed on today also. Oh, oh nice. So, Federico, so what do you think? you think they'll get the whole cast? I mean, as many as they can? Well, yeah, I think I think it's going to be probably the biggest uh, experience, Sopranos experience, that, that we've ever had. Mm-hmm. I mean, these guys are serious guys. And, yeah. and, the, and also Michael Mata, who is putting this together with them, uh, oh. has done a bunch of uh, Sopranos appearances. He's from uh, Rhode Island. And, uh, you know, guy. yeah, so he's, you know, he, yeah. he, he really knows how to work this. And, and I you think get the, to the location is a brilliant, <coughs> yeah. absolutely uh, perfect everything location. Everything yes. pretty much perfectly from the beginning so far. Everything mm-hmm. has just worked out the way we wanted to. Everything's connected to the show. Well, you let us know if you have a problem, all right? Well, obviously, for those who uh, for those of you who and just... he ain't going to do anything. Let's <laughs> just nine months away, so... It's November, right? Nine months away, so... You I know, we got plenty of time, yeah, traction, yep. We're now, constantly building. I want to ask you about your character. Um, yes, me. Go ahead, yes, me. I'm going to ask you about your character. I love um, this guy's voice. He's got that... Ish. Did you go to the bathroom before? That's all I want to know. to the bathroom. <laughs> what was challenging about playing Furio Junta? I know you're not nothing Nothing like, at all. No, I'm nothing. No, no. I'm, I was going to say, you're really was, him? It was great, man. It was like, you know, I, I don't know if, if I mentioned this before, but the first time I saw uh, the, the you know, first episode of Sopranos, I was completely blown away with the writing, the acting, the music. I mean, the, the whole storyline was just incredible. And I, at that point, I said, there has been nothing worthwhile watching up until that moment that I watched that that first episode, and being that it was about 
New, New Jersey mob guys, and you know, growing up in Patterson, as you know, right, Sal right, Pagliarulo, twenty first Avenue, twenty first Avenue. There, there, you know, there were about there were about fifteen social clubs. They were all in exactly. business. They're all and, the and one I'm on. right, and, and you know, they 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 served a cappuccino and espresso. And how were they all in business? Go figure, right? Yeah, right. So. You, you kind of... Playing um, cards in the back. In playing the cards in the back, exactly. <laughs> and right. the back rack, people losing their jobs and their houses. And, and their paychecks. Anyway. <laughs> no, so, so you know, we, we had this, this kind of thing to, to observe and assimilate, you know, as an actor, you know. And when, when, that, when that first audition came to me, I was so excited because... It wasn't for Furio. It was for another role. It was for Johnny Sack, which I told my 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 agent at the time, Bob Barry. I said, Bob, I said, this is great. I want, I've been calling you about this show. I said, I want to be on it, but this this character is really not for me. I mean, I'm I'm thirty. I was thirty four at the time. I said, this is more of a John Gotti type. He goes, Well, we sent your picture in, and they want to see you. So I auditioned for that role. Got a call back, and then I didn't hear anything. Then when I saw who they got. And they, it was uh, Vince Curatola. I said, "This is who I imagine somebody like that playing that role." And he was brilliant. Uh, he's a he's a brilliant actor, right? Yeah, yeah very good. Vince very Vince Curatola. <laughs> About eight months down the road is when I got called in for uh, for Furio, and that that was incredibly. I mean, when I read the breakdown for Furio, it was like, okay, the requirements is <laughs> you have to have an Italian accent, believable Italian accent, and you have to be able to speak Italian. Yeah. And knowing the show, they came from Avellino. And Naples is from Avellino. You're from Avellino, right? Avellino. Yeah. I'm from Avellino. And you're from yeah. Avellino so, as well. Yeah. So, oh, so, Andretta. 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 Very good. Huh? So I said, the, the accent, <laughs> the accent is, there. When, when I speak Italian, has to be from that region. And I was born in Naples. Of course. Right. So, you know, it's right yeah. from that region. So it's a, it's a province of Naples, in fact. I'm just, so, not to interrupt, but I am interrupting. You could interrupt anybody. You're the godfather. You're the godfather. I've been around his company. I've been around his company. And he, and he played the role so well, and he was so persuasive that people didn't think he spoke English, <laughs> right? No, they, I would get that all the time. Man. They think that he speaks uh, when he speaks like real, when he speaks English, and you know, like we all speak English. They say, "Oh, you speak English? Yeah, what do you think I am?" You know, yeah, I, I see, I see a movie. I don't no, know why. Wait a minute, Freddie, hold on. Tell him the Michael, oh, Jackson, yeah, yeah. We, Michael J. Fox story. We were uh, we were in Los Angeles uh, uh, at the I think it was a Four Seasons. Uh, we were we were I think we were there for the Emmys and you know the whole cast stays there and and uh, I was just going walk into the elevator and I was <clears throat> the, out of the elevator was walking Michael Michael J Fox with with somebody else and he's like hey how you doing I said hey what's going on Michael man nice to meet you he's looking at me he's like you're not even Italian? Oh, man. I said, no, no, I am Italian, but, you know, the accent's fake. <laughs> but I see a movie about Fury. Why don't they... You could be, like, your own movie star. I mean, your own... Like Liam... No, like Liam Nielsen in, in the movie Taken. Because he, he, he disappeared from the movie after a while. He went back to Italy in the movie. Well, yeah. I mean, you could go back to Italy and do your thing out there and do a movie just about you. I mean, as 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 Fury. Like Liam Nielsen. That's what she is. You were a love... Oh, wait a minute. I'm time. saying this because you were a loved character. A lot of people loved you on when you came yeah. on. He disappeared. He disappeared. You were Tony like Soprano's hitman. I mean, come yeah. on. Yeah, yeah. No, it was it was great. He I mean, disappeared like the Russians the, disappeared. Yeah. No, seriously. I mean, look. In the bat. A lot of people talk about Have you ever? Have you ever seen anybody with a bee on their hat since 
Is that seem not to say that to somebody? You got to be on your hat. Is that the line that you get quoted the most? You know, people? yeah, I, I get I get that a lot, and people always screw it up. We were just talking about that before. <laughs> hey, hey, I love the line you do. He's like, you gotta you gotta fly on your head. I'm like, no, no, it's a bee on your hat. It's a, you gotta be on. Forget it. Yeah. But anyway, you were saying, I'm sorry. No, it's okay. Oh, okay, that's all right. You were gonna say something before that. Uh, yeah, but it's okay. I'm sorry. I lost my train of thought. It's fine. So, Artie, any any uh, memories from the of the show that you really remember the most that 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 you know you think about every now and then, like something that, that did you say memories or memories memories oh, okay memories. I was thinking about the club the any specific the you know sp- anything I special the, the scene where the scene where I proudly got killed on the Son of Sopranos when I did that I get the shit beat I can say shit right yeah no, 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 wait hold on no, you can't say did he say shit yeah you know Silvio Strange and he's barrel chested and I was taller so he he had like this Garrett and he broke a he broke about four garrets around my neck. So I said, look, do it as tight as you can. You know, and if it hurts, I'll tell you. And he did it tight enough so I, I really did think I was being strangled by a, a stranger. And I kind of pulled it off. You know, it came out pretty good. Sometimes you get lucky because people actually called me up and said, I love the way you drooped your eye. Like I'm home the night before in front of a mirror saying, okay, tomorrow I'm going to get strangled. Now, how am I going to look? like this? I just got lucky, you know? Yeah. And now this dog that they had, I don't know if you saw the scene, they put like catnip in my pocket to attract the dog so the trainer releases the dog. Now I get the crap beat out of me and I'm bouncing off the wall. And this girl's, I said, it got to the point where I said, will you get this fucking dog off me? She says, don't yell at Iggy like that. I said, Iggy, I'm getting the shit beat out of me. Iggy, Iggy probably got paid more than I did. But it was, it was great. But, but, but we were talking outside about, regardless of the acting, Gandolfini was just a wonderful pleasure to, to be around, to be around yeah. that guy and to have the experience of being with him and the rest of the cast. But everybody will tell you, you know, I mean, actors usually come and go. You do your thing or whatever. But he was just a wonderful guy, mm-hmm. terrific guy. Did, did, did all your family? Did, was your family oh, okay with you playing that role? Because I know Italian families yeah. are a little strange I, when it comes to. Uh, I remember my parents like when they first watched me on the show, they were they were just laughing because they they couldn't see their son like beating somebody up and shooting somebody. <laughs> in the you know, it was just like ridiculous to them. You know, <laughs> was there anybody that you know you don't have to name, but was there anybody who disapproved of what you did? Um. No, just but I, I was interviewed a bunch of times over the years, uh, and they would have guests on that you know kind of were like anti-Italian it, defamation. He's talking yeah, about you're talking about family. Well, well I'm talking about family, oh, but then no. I'm going to get into oh, the no. next question: Is about Italian-American organizations? Yeah, no, no. Did, did they bother you at all? Usually, no. The family was was because you were the so, killer. You know what I mean? That yeah, was the, I mean, look, you have to be smart enough to understand that it's that it's a film and we're actors. You know, it's a television series and we're actors. Yeah. You know if. If the part I had to play was, you know, shoemaker, I would, I would like study, you know, what shoemaker does, and you know, it, it, you have to kind of give yourself to the role. And I remember there was there was a, there was something in in the, uh, the one of those scenes in Fu- with Furio where it's written where you have to like really punch a woman in the face, and you know, this, right. it's like. Uh, I just couldn't get past that. I was like, man, I wonder if I should go over there and tell them, like, I can't do this. And I, I spoke to somebody about it. I forgot who it was. And they're like, if I were you, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> but I said, you know what? You're absolutely right. It's the character that's doing this. It's, you have to kind of, like, tough, you know, break all those walls of who you mm-hmm. are and then just dive in headfirst with that character. 
I get called to play a rapist all the time, so I know what you're talking about. You do, right? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean, play a rapist? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's always gets caught in these roles. That's not what I heard, man. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Artie? Were, were you a fan of the show? Did you watch the show on, uh, as a regular? Yeah, you know, I was sitting outside. I always watched it by myself. I didn't need any of my friends or anybody because they have no idea as to what goes in. Even yeah. if it's a simple scene, they have no idea what it's all about, you know, what, what it entails. But I always watched it by myself. and it was, Couldn't wait. Couldn't wait to no, watch it. No, no. You know, it's one of these things where people, guys, you know, those typical guys, blue-collar guys, are going from the football game at Giant Stadium. <laughs> Got to get home for 9 o'clock. And no matter what you did, <laughs> yeah, was, you had to get home for 9 o'clock. <laughs> I never heard of a show that attracted that, exactly that so many right. people to that degree, you know. What about you? Did you, you watch it on TV? Yeah, yeah. I, I was a fan before. You watched all the episodes? Every like, single one, right, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, was, I was a fan. Like, um... I remember watching that first episode. I was with, I was with a girl, a girlfriend at the time, and we watched it. And and you know there was there was something about. Uh, I remember there was a scene where Tony was like, you know he was married and and then he, he was like you know fucking around with some some other women or something like that. And I remember a girl, my girlfriend at the time was crying and I was laughing I was just it wasn't because that this you know it was just the whole situation and everything and I and she didn't get it she didn't you know it was just one of those things where it was just like you know you, you have to realize that some people are not from that that world and they're not going to get it right and, well that's the problem with I yeah, exactly that's, that's why, why we're not together know. anymore yeah. no but, no, but see no, the, the problem more. I have with some Italian American communities is, yeah. is they, they try to like uh, disband in it completely and act yeah. like it didn't ex- doesn't even exist and and I, I understand their their side of why they don't like it and I understand that it's, it's just like anything else but it's part of the culture it's regardless it of whether you like it or yeah. not it's you know good they, and bad they, in every culture but exactly you know you have uh, to accept it in, in order to accept who you are because as Italians if you follow Italians back into time you know yeah. how we originated you know it, it, we, you have to accept the way life was you know Romans conquered uh, were in charge of Italy you know Italians didn't exist in uh, 20 AD you some know some people got upset when, in 900 AD Italians didn't exist mm-hmm. some people they, got they upset really when, did. A girl yeah, got, yeah. when a girl got beat up you know that some yeah. people got upset at that and then the some people were sensitive yeah, was, to when yeah, that was a when Vito intense. when Vito was found to be uh, a cocksucker <laughs> no, a lot of people were upset over that. So, you know, <laughs> he's going to do. Listen, do you know this? I saw Federico. I'm lost for words now. Federico, you know he's been uh, noticed by uh, Spike Lee because of uh, his video that oh, he really? just recently yeah. did oh, wow. over um, Ray Liotta. No, the Ray Liotta he, recent oh, really? one was a killer. Can, can a killer. I hear that one? I did. Uh, I did a video as Danny Aiello. That was the one he shared. I did Danny. I, oh, Aiello. that's right. He did yeah. Danny Aiello. I, you do Ray Liotta? Yeah, I do Ray Liotta. Don't you see the Chantix commercial, Federico? <laughs> hey, Stay away from Karen. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> I'm Karen. The, the, the little bit of the Danny Aiello to show me. I eat a Tony Lip. I excuse me. Yeah, I got it. I eat a Tony Lips restaurant every week. I saw you there at the Oscar show. You didn't leave a fucking tip, you cheap bastard. <laughs> you should have seen him. That's, That's good, man. That's, That's good. good. You got to see his videos though when you get a chance. Bravo. You got to see. Yeah, you, listen, you, you got to do a little more of the Ray Liotta. That's what he asked for. Uh, no, no, it's uh, right. I'm Ray, and I quit smoking with Chantix. You know why Jeannie's husband couldn't get out of the can? Because he didn't quit smoking Chantix with Chantix. Oh, I'm all over the. 
Please no, this video's out. Right, outrageous. I did that video. I needed to take a break for like the rest of the day. I was so. <laughs> people, it I was is. People were gonna think I really did. Coke I, I actually laughed. I laughed my ass off, and she she would tell you like I was watching it, and I, he just posted, it and I just started laughing, and it, it, it he's just nuts, you know, and he's gonna make it because yeah. he's he's got stars, big Christopher stars. Walken. He wants to hear Christopher Walken. I mean, come on, my wife, she casted you, right? <laughs> Georgine. Good. I'm curious to hear more about. Yeah, the, the yeah, yeah. I want to know um, now what now, the whole day is going to entail. You have here. you have members, the people that were in Sopranos, that are going to be there. Obviously, at a table signing. What do you have outside that that were vendors, anything like yeah, that? Yeah, sure. So the experience is going to walk in kind of to like the uh, the feast of Saint Alziers that they do. So Italian vending, kind of street fair, kind of feel. Uh, we're going to try to have as many choice vendors as we can that pair well the food, um, the atmosphere, everything like that. Then we're going to kind of transition to like almost like an art exhibit of different scenes of the show. I'm an artist myself, so I've been doing sketches. That's kind of how I met Dan. So we're going to try to get as many people to uh, come in and donate their art, you know, do a shrine to Tony. And then we're going to kind of take little things out of the uh, out of the show, like experiences, like a gaming experiences. Um, we're going to redo some of the Holston's booths. Uh, they're going to be there as a sponsor with their onion rings and stuff. Oh, like nice! That. That's great. Wow. That's oh, great. Yeah. Um, I'm going to forget a bunch of stuff. Uh, believe me. No, and, as and we yeah. go, you, you'll just. <laughs> and you know, then from you know from there, it's kind you know it's going to be really almost like just a, a snake of a snake of a kind of, of going into seeing all these different experiences throughout the show. Then we're going to be doing a red carpet VIP event oh, nice, there. Nice. The question and answers. Uh, we're going to do Q and A. Is there a hotel? Uh, I mean, I haven't been there. I mean, it's, it's, it's surrounded by hotels. Oh, okay. uh, I think right. we have two or well, three the on the website right now that that are going to give a good rate for the time there. Great, great. Um, we're going to be doing some on location tours. Yeah, on location tours is doing some kind of abbreviated two hour thing that we're working on right now. So they're going to be running. One or two each day. Wow. So um, I think you guys had mentioned there's a possibility of continuing this, right? And it maybe we would hope so. Doing like episode themed kind of. Correct. So like this will be the 20th anniversary. That's really what's keyed around. We're going to really be broad uh, spectrum on that. And then maybe next year we're going to kind of keynote off maybe a certain feel of the show. Um, we're really trying to get our hands on uh, getting over to the house where it was filmed. Oh, uh, nice. We're still working wow. on that. Um, but just, I mean, we can pick how many different phases of the show that we would love to do, or maybe an Italy-themed one one year, and, and and that whole part of the show, and keep on picking out all these. You things. got a lot of time, so I mean, uh, yeah, you know, right. I know you guys are hustling and trying to get it right. So I mean, We're really trying uh, from hard day to get one it right. too. You know, it's we, really we, a fan we, thing too. I mean, the fans are helping us. We really want to call out to the fans and say anybody who has any kind of interest in this and wants to be a part of it, it's for the fans, by the fans. Fans uh, have already been incredible. incredible yeah. Getting a good response. Such a good response. Great. Oh, yeah. Every people wanting to get involved, volunteering their time. Like our, our attorney has been volu- volunteered his time gratis. Uh, we got the the company that does all the wristband technology at the Olympics. Oh, wow. me up. oh nice! Like, nice. Uh, like, I'm going to donate some technology. I want to be part of this. We're wow. huge fans. That's I mean, great. So just having uh, 
He, anyone who doesn't know Joe, he's Soprano Sketches on Instagram. I met him because I'm Time Immemorial, and it's just I have this fan base. And they who's all... the biggest fan out of all three? Is I am. <laughs> I'm not See, he said it. he came right out. Yeah, yeah, let him take it. Yeah. No. I, I watch it with my wife too, so it's like she's almost a bigger fan than I am. Honestly, oh really? Okay. Uh, she she brought me into it. The first episode I watched with her. Um, I also want to say that we're going to be donating a huge part of all the proceeds to the Wounded Warrior Project. Nice. All right. Nice. Uh, that's great. Big, that's big that's for us. Gandolfini's. That's Gandolfini's. Yeah, that's Gandolfini's. And we're also yeah, be reaching out to Jamie yeah, Lynn for her. Right, just so you know, I have a good friend of mine. He's a professional comedian. He's a headliner. His name is Jeff Norris. Okay. I don't know if you ever heard I've of Jeff. Heard Jeff Norris does anything for Wounded Warrior. I know. I know that for a fact. And so does so does uh, Jim Delacus. Mm-hmm. So you got two guys that you, uh, so one, they'll come and help too. you out and and, and do like a little comedy for. Man, well, yeah, I'm just saying comedy there. Nikki's uh, hopefully going to be. These the, are guys the that donate their yeah. time for for anything yeah. with Wounded yeah. Warriors. Maybe uh, maybe you guys can do a radio thing yeah. from there. We'll figure it out. Yeah, we bought. I'd love to. We bought. We bought the equipment. We got it. We got so much that we can do. I I mean, everything's not plotted in place. I got some good news that I don't know you've heard yet. Uh, I I don't know if Frankie Valley Long is going to make it. Um, He's trying to get here. He's He's supposed to be here. But I spoke to him on the phone last night. We had a long talk, and he want he was like I think a little worried about coming because he didn't want to make this at all about Green Book. He wants to do a live show at Tony Lip and make that whole show about Green Book. Told me about that. That's great. So I was like, absolutely, whatever you want to do. Now, being that his father was into Sopranos and uh, he was actually in an episode, I would figure we would have just incorporated him. We would have definitely given him a standing ovation for the Oscar because that's amazing. But we would have saved it for Tony Lip. But obviously, you know, you guys, I'm letting you know about it. We're going to work something out and set something up at his restaurant. So I hope you guys can make that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's going to be great. Uh, we're just, he brought it up to my attention. I want to thank Randy DiOrio. I don't know if he's around. Um, Randy made it happen, um, and uh, we agreed to doing it, and uh, we talked to our engineer, and we're we're set. We make just sure got to set you, a Make date. sure you give us the dates where you guys are available. So we're going to make you know, it probably put, yeah. We were at the at the Oscars there. It was a great night. I saw you. Yeah, yeah, the, really they had the car there right outside, the actual car. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was like really cool, this car. Yeah, outside. yeah Randy told so me that. I was there. Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, um, there's a couple of uh, there's a couple of facts about The Sopranos. I don't know if they're true or not. The Sopranos started as a movie pitch. Is that correct? correct. Do you know that? Correct. I think so. Yeah. Um, I know he 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 was banging around for like ten years. Uh, David Chase, that is, with with the script, and he was going to networks and everything, and you know, they just turned it down. He was he was kind of going going around with it for a long time until. You know, when he, he met finally, Brad Gray, when he, when he finally, and HBO gave him the shot. Yeah. When he finally got it, yeah. though, he still was skeptical. Well, nobody wanted to he do this. Thought, he thought it wasn't going to take Nobody yeah, yeah. wanted to do a mob show about Jersey gonna... mob. You know, everything was yeah, New, York, New, sh- York, New York, New yeah, York, New York. Like, he grew okay. up in Jersey. He knew all about, you know, his relatives were down in Newark in that area. And that was his And he knew some of these people. Turned out to be the best And finally, I guess, HBO said, we'll give you this amount of money. And then he became a millionaire. So we're going to shoot this in California, right? Los Angeles? There's like, no, New Jersey. <laughs> yeah. That's, right. That's, it. That's the oh, best okay. place. Coldwell. Yep. I better yeah, not do that with the Money Saints of Newark. That would be important. Now, here's, another, here's a fact. Soprano <laughs> shared 28 cast members with Goodfellas. 28, wow. really? 28. It's, wow. I, I, that's the, that's the uh, info that I found. 28. Uh, Tony Darrow. There's, uh, there's uh, 
You know, uh, Vinny Pastor was in it. He had a little... The coat little, man. Yeah, the coat man. Right, right. There you go. Now, Steve Van Zandt was, was David Chase's first pick to be Tony? Mm-hmm. That's what that's, that's Steve Van Zandt yeah. ha, but, but now, I, what I read was... Uh, um, he made up uh, Steve Van Zandt made up his character is that uh, I mean, how did he go from he was, being Tony to making up his own character in the show I think he was uh, he was inducting uh, a musician in the, in the yeah, Hall, Hall of, of Fame. Fame yeah Rock and Roll Hall of Fame yeah and, ro- yeah. and, uh, and he it was, it was televised and, and David Chase was watching it and he, he was doing some kind of character and, and that made him think that mm-hmm. maybe this this guy can do Tony Soprano but that was really early on but you know he realized. I mean, even Stephen Van Zant will tell you that. You know, he was like, "What was amazing? What was also amazing was that the only person that you really knew that had a pretty good background in film was probably Lorraine Bracco. I mean, you saw Gandolfini in a few movies. That's true, right? But she was the only real well-known actor. And Chase and those guys were so talented. They had no pretty faces, like you know, you know, typical pretty face Hollywood guys. You know. for um, leading men type. They were just guys that looked like they came off no, the street, yeah, you know? Guys, yeah. He was very that's, that's what made it creative about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The best yeah. story yeah. was uh, how Polly uh, Walnuts got uh, picked up and interviewed. Uh, he actually, uh, they gave, they, they made up the name for his character after he went to, for one yeah, of the other he, parts. Was apparently, it, was, yeah, apparently yeah. He, he read for Uncle Junior. And right, he just said, just say these three lines. You know, I forget what the three lines were. And uh, and then he went home and he said that, you know, he said, you didn't get the job. Uh, David Chase called him. He said, you didn't get that one. But we, then he, he, he hangs up the phone and he calls him back and he says, <laughs> he says you're going to be Polly Walnuts. <laughs> so these created, kids today. Uh, yeah, that was that's the line. It. These kids today. These that's right. kids today. <laughs> I remember when they had, when they first had around Harrison High School, there were 15,000 people going there for an, for an opening you know, uh, open call. And there's this one girl who I knew the family. Her name was Denise Barreno. Some people had headshots. Some of these guys were down there with peppers all around their neck, you know, and thinking that they're going to get cast. She went down there. She had no picture, no nothing. She was this fat, roly-poly girl. And they take a picture of you and they say, you go over there, you go over there, you go over there. She had nothing. Make a long story short, they called her up, and she became Johnny Sachs' wife. Mm-hmm. Never acted Jesus in her life. She died recently, right? Yeah, yeah, she, yeah, yeah. She never acted in her life. She just had the look. She she didn't have a headshot or anything. Just looked the part. And she was. Uh, yeah. yeah well, they said that uh, that Ginny Sack had to. You know, it was they had a description of her, and she was really supposed to be really heavy, and and also she had to look a little bit like Liz Taylor because hmm. yeah. you know. Uh, you know, Johnny Sack mentions that you know she's like when she yeah, was she young, was a dancer, yeah, yeah, how beautiful right. she was, right. and everything. Yeah, of course. he knows. That's probably that's probably like the well, best episode. What was this thing? Of, what was this thing about Gandolfini gave each actor thirty three thousand three hundred and thirty three dollars of his own money? What, yeah. what, what was that about? It was, um, what happened was Does that include you guys? I wasn't there for that. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> I missed that. That was, that was part I did get a watch. Yeah. I did get a watch, yeah. though. I did oh, get a watch. Him. That, that, that what happened was um, <laughs> the, the only the only actor that really had a piece of the uh, uh, merchandising was uh, Lorraine Bracco because she she. And they, and they fought her for that in the beginning, but that was that was you know uh, uh, that was like a deal breaker for her, and she so she got a little piece of it. And when you get a piece of merchandising, that's a hell of a lot of money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so towards the end, 
he uh, he was he was his, he was trying to get that in his deal for a while, and he wound up you know getting it in his deal, and then shared some some of the money with us. But there's no one that does that. I mean, that shows you the type of guy that. That James Gandolfini was. Yeah. Well, I want to mention something about the show that is really a high honor. It was nominated for 112 Emmy in total, Emmys in total, and it, it was the first cable. It was the first cable TV show to win an Emmy for outstanding drama series. Yep. I got I me. Mean, come on, let's go, let's guys, come on. That's that's. I mean, you're, you're talking like. Something that like was was a lot of people were like uh, uh, some people were actually against because of the mafia thing and uh, it still fought strong and it, and it was up there winning them awards getting nominated I mean it's just uh, it's an amazing also the Writers Guild uh, nominated it as best best written television series in history no yeah so I mean that's pretty cool. yeah that's a that's a that's an outstanding yeah, right? now now the, uh, the whole cast was everybody friends did people yeah. not get along oh, yeah. were there any it was really great, man. It was like, it was like the a thing club? is that we, a you know, I have to, like I have to, I have to really tell you. Too? Look how friends they are. <laughs> yeah, they no, I mean, no, no, I'm talking know, about, I know them, but I'm saying, is, no, the, is there anybody on the set it that. It was really, I have to be honest with you, my experience, my personal experience was that we all knew there was something special that was going on while we were filming, while we were doing this, because the, the reaction from the fans was unbelievable. And, you know, a lot of us, most of us hadn't been a part of anything like that before. And so we we really knew that there was something special and we we appreciated it and honored it. And while we were working, while we were kind of working together, we would spend sometimes 14, 16 hours a day and afterwards we would just go out and have drinks or you know a bite to eat oh, I mean usually you see somebody's face 16 hours you want to go home and just forget yeah, yeah, yeah. you know but it was, a, it was a tight net it exploded I mean I remember the first premiere you had, they showed the first two episodes at the HBO studio and then they needed some place close by to have like an after party it was at John's Pizzeria and the only celebrity there was Bruce Springsteen because he knew you know Van Zandt <clears throat> the next year I think it was at I don't know the Alhambra Ballroom then I went to. Yeah, right. <laughs> in, in the end, they rented. Uh, they rented uh, Radio City. Not, they, they showed them in radio. They showed yeah, them in yeah, Radio yeah. City Music Hall, and then it was at the ice rink. The Rockefeller said today had oh, so much wow. money they rented yeah, all the yeah. Rockefellers. Oh, kind of wow. like what we feel right now. We yeah. better step up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the thing just got bigger and bigger and bigger. It was unbelievable. What do you, what do you think guys, of our stu- new studio? I like it. I think it's great, man. A lot of fun. A lot of room. Not have to yeah, be yeah. crunched yeah. in no more. But it's kind of it feels home for you, right? Oh, it yeah. feels like home is your your fireman, right? Is it, what are the chances we move down <laughs> right, and and on the same side, same street, <laughs> the and in a firehouse? That's crazy. The irony. Yeah. The uh, irony. But here's here's something. In the first season, in the yeah. first in the first season, first season, four hundred and thirty seven fuck words in the first. Oh, season. really? <laughs> <laughs> what was that all about? Was that just the writer's uh, idea, just to put it in there? Fuck knows. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. No, it's, but a word, it's a verb. It's an adjective. Oh, wow. It can be used for us, man. But writing, I'll tell you one thing about Sorry, writing. You, you didn't. Now maybe Gandolfini, maybe maybe Federico. I don't know. It's memorabilia for our show. Uh, okay, but yes, can we, can we smoke in the firehouse now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we can put it out, though. We'll put it out. Thanks, uh, with the writing, you didn't. De- you couldn't deviate at all from the. I, my yeah. first episode. The first episode no, I no, did. You, yeah. I had one. I had one word. Was the line one word? 
were playing cards and Gano Scully was there and I think Tim Daly was in the scene or something. So the guy says to me, what do you do? Now my, my, my line was fold. I'm disgusted with hand. I throw my cards and I say fold. So I said, I fold. You know, he said, act naturally. I wish I did. I said, I fold. And the scriptwriter comes over to me and says, All right. I think Buscemi might have uh, directed that. Already not. I, I Wasn't fold. that your line in my film, too? No, no, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> I, know, I end up playing. I'm either, either getting okay. strangled and killed people yeah, yeah, or, or folding cards. <laughs> I, said, I said, fold. And the scriptwriter came over and said, Already not. I fold. Just fold. Now, to all of us, what the hell's the difference, right? Yeah. I just say, I fold. It was a natural. I've, but they, you know, I tell people sometimes, I was talking to these young students one somewhere along the line. I said, i got to treat that, whether it's one line, ten lines, fifteen lines, it's essential to the writer. That's how they wanted yeah. to do it. And well, you'd be proud of that way. And, and that's how it was. One word. It was just one word. Whoever wrote that probably was a card player himself and knew that you don't say I fold no I didn't say I fold you know it was like I fold still you said I (laughs) right you guys uh, I know you guys seem like a little shy you you got any questions for these guys just listen to him talk I'm in Patterson at the chicken store I'm in the Patterson at the chicken store and I go in my grandfather had a chicken store and I used to go in the toxic smell was horrible don't talk about chickens we're going to get that guy but the chickens were like you know horrible toxic smell stay out of here so I walked in and Van Patten was the director, a great director. I walked in and I just naturally went like, you know, like, like it was just naturally. Van Patten comes over to me and he says, Artie, no, 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 like, like I did it intentionally. That's funny. It just came out, you know, with a smile. Yeah, yeah. Artie, no, keep it simple. He said. Yeah, no, he was very, actually, uh, Tim Van Patten was, was my first director. On the Sopranos, uh, he's he's actually he was in the room when I auditioned, and I, I recognized him from the White Shadow, you know, um, and um, he was a stickler for that. I mean, I remember him. There was a there was a scene that we were doing when um, when Livia passed away. And you remember that that really kind of like am I boring you? No. <laughs> hey man, forget about it. Listen, he's you, like he could take you, you take you can't Nana. I know you can't He'll know what he's doing. He's he's trying to he's studying your moves right now. You're next. Federico. He's gonna impersonate you. If you went home with him and sat in his kitchen and sat and talked till tomorrow morning, he'd sit there yawning, but he'd be listening. Okay. He'd be on the next plane back to Italy. So listen, there was there was Edie Falco's character was. She was drunk. She was supposed to be drunk, and she was. She kept doing something like this, and I noticed it too. She's like, you know, like when she was talking, she was doing this. And after the first take, he he went over to her, and, and I heard him say, you know, the thing it's, it's not working. It's just, okay, okay. And that was it. She she stopped doing it. But he was, you know, he you know, as a director, you know, you you, you pick out all these little yeah, things. Yeah. You know, you want it to be about the scene and about the words not about little little crazy things that are taking your attention away from what the scene is about I got a good one for you. The uh, the helicopter scene. It always bothers me as a fan. You guys are sitting there, you know, you're looking at him and all that stuff, but you're taking a piss right next to a helicopter <laughs> with propellers around yeah, you. Right, right. And I don't understand how you guys aren't just splashed with urine the whole time. Like how how are you guys peeing right next to the propeller and it's not doing yeah, yeah, anything? The propeller I, was was going this way, so it wasn't the wind is casting. blowing your ja- your jacket and you your hair and everything. It is? And it's, 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 it's the straightest. You, you're like, yeah, you know what? It was. Yeah. 
I'm sorry. I just, with the wind. Yeah. Pissing it. I didn't know where the fuck the whole he went. I was like watching the next three episodes. I'm like, we had to drink like four, four bottles of water before that scene. No, I'm just kidding. No, they had these things where they. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't. Re- that's the only part that wasn't realistic. Hey, do you every now yeah. every now and then when you're going somewhere where sets the, the dress code, you just dress up like Furio? <laughs> do you ever do that just oh, man, to match with people? You. Nice leather. Do you still that, have the shirts? Did you pick any of your they own gave, shirts? They gave. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> no, I do have One some of the shirts. <laughs> I do have some of the shirts. I would never wear them as myself. <laughs> when they gave them to me, I'm like, these are awesome shirts, but I would never wear these. In the Even the one that I get killed in, make me. All right, I get strength. When I, when I guess in New York they put it on Sotheby's or somebody. Somebody bought it for eight hundred dollars. My me, my sweat my sweatsuit. Oh yeah, I was in the chicken store, the Patterson thing, and I got the black. Give me a black velour. Were we in that? Were you in that scene where I, where I, where I, I trip and I fall? Can I tell you no, about that? Oh, yeah. you know, I parked the car over there. And I, right. Well, can I tell you? I don't know. I don't know what it was, but I think David Chase was David Chase directing that episode. Because he was on set that day. I think he was directing. But let me tell you, every single time I did that, he was dying laughing. So I don't know. There was something. He, he wrote that in there for a reason. And there was something that really like made him crack up every single time I did that. And they, any, any time, I did all my stunts in, in the film. In the, uh, I call it a film because we actually shot on film. It, to me, it was like a, each episode was like a film. Mm-hmm. And the lighting, everything, it just, just felt like a film. A one-hour film. And um, so, uh, yeah, forget it. I just lost my train of thought. You, you <laughs> fell. Falling, you no. fell. I, yeah, I, no, yeah. I, I, so the fall has something to do. Well, yeah, where, where do you leave off? My, you, my wife <laughs> giggles when somebody falls. You know, and breaks yeah. their ass. <laughs> so, I mean, it could be the fall or it could yeah, be the yeah. minor of the scene. Uh, but, but he wrote that in there for, for a reason. I had that other blue velour top. Right? It was a blue sweatsuit. And I had the white shoes. <laughs> So me and Danny Grimaldi were making collections at I don't know at the, at the Starbucks or whatever. It's over for the little So guy. I'm not I'm not trying I'm not I'm not I'm not, I'm not sounding uh, I'm not sounding prejudiced, but I'm walking to the little trailer there, and this black fella comes. Man, where'd you get that, man? I said, what's the matter? Well, I gotta have that. Where'd oh. you get that? I said, it's not mine. I said, I gotta have. It. He walked me all the way into the into the trailer, wanting my my blue, Holy, really, my blue velour, or whatever it was, you know, with the white. He gets so, but I didn't. Be, I didn't keep that. But he, this guy followed me for a block to get to, to <laughs> wanting to know where he got. <laughs> they didn't have. They, I tell you, after a while, money was no object. Right? They had you in yeah, suits and yeah. ties and. You know, and it wasn't like what's your size that the tailor would. Wow. The woman, the tailor, she was like. I brought that up, though, just so you know, because I remember you did a uh, commercial for Brooklyn Banker and you dressed up as Furio. At the door, you knocked on the door. Well, he, the, uh, he did an Applebee's no, commercial. That's, that, was, that looked just like Furio. <laughs> no, nah, it, was, it, was it was just a leather jacket. That was. Oh, when you were in the, yeah, you but were, you had your hair slicked back. When you were in the gym, yeah, you did this yeah, when yeah, you were yeah, promoing right. in the gym. I mean, you knocked right. on the door you and you right. really didn't say anything. You know, no, he, he was no, just no. doing all the talking. Yeah, because you can't. Yeah, that would be sort of an infringement on their character. So I yeah, just, no, but he, so if I just show up, 
<laughs> yeah, but that was yeah. Furio, right? That it's, was an appearance yeah, kind of, of yeah, give me a thousand dollars. You didn't go, you didn't approach it that way. One thousand dollars. You didn't you didn't approach it that way when you originally did it. Yeah, no, I did, I did. That, that was the whole joke of the thing. Yeah, you know, yeah, that was great. This guy that was like, a, you know, an MF, MM, MMA, MMA fighter. fighter. Yeah, yeah. and uh, you know, he's that was a great commercial. You should do yeah. more stuff like that. I don't know why you, you know, never saw the Applebee's commercial he did. No, I didn't. It's hysterical. I directed that. Oh, you directed that with Danny. Yeah, I wrote and directed. This question is to the both of you, uh, Federico, and then Artie. What was the the greatest moment that where you said, "Wow," on the show where you said, "Wow, this is magnificent." I mean, there's a lot of great moments, but what was the one moment well, that you could really say? For me, it was the first table read. It was like you know, we, yeah. you sit around the table and you you're. I'm looking across. This, I had I had a sort of. An out of body experience that day. It was. I'm not joking. I was sitting at the table, and David Chase is right there. And now I know who he is because when I auditioned, I didn't even know who he was, you know. And so, but I, I see Nancy Marchand and I see Johnny Ola. Uh, I'm like, I'm looking around, and no, I'm, I was a big fan of Gandolfini, like you know, because I'd seen him in all of these. I saw him in Black Box Theater, saw him in uh, uh, um, Streetcar Named Desire, uh, True Romance, all these you know, all these supporting character roles. And then he was he sat behind me one day at a play that I went to go see. A friend of mine was in a play, Angelica Torn. And I said to my buddy Tiagi, I go, Tiagi, see this guy behind me? He's a fucking phenomenal actor. And this was really early on. Who knew I was going to be working with this guy? You know, James yeah, Gandolfini. But that was the that was the that was the day that I kind of was above myself, looking down, and and seeing everybody there, and I freaked out. I was like, oh shit, what 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 the fuck am I doing here, man? Well, I was like, I couldn't believe it, and then. And then I, I just heard everybody saying their names and their character names, mm-hmm. and it came up to me, and I was like, Furio Junta, yeah. Federico Castelluccio, Furio Junta. And then they went on to, to and so I said, okay, once I, once I did the voice and I was in it, I was in it. Mm-hmm. And a, a couple of days later, I was, I was going to be shooting my first scene, so I went to the, to the uh, trailer, and um, Edie Falco was sitting down. She was getting her hair and makeup done. And I sat. I was just walking into the trailer. I said hi to everybody. I said, hey, how's it going, Jim? Hey, how are you? And I sat down, and she's looking at me like this. I see her in the mirror. She's looking at me. She says, "What happened to the accent?" <laughs> and the guy doing my hair was like, "It's it's called I, acting." <laughs> I had agree with him. The first read through read through was like you're getting this oval, big ovals, and nobody's sitting. In any, you can sit any way you want. There's no order as to where you sit. And Chase is there, and you have a reader, and he sets the scene. And if you closed your eyes and listened to these guys. You could visualize it, and they just knocked. You would have Christopher talking. Hey, hey, Tony, you know, doing a whole, they're doing a whole thing, reading the whole thing. It was so impressive. And like he says, you go around the table, and I was like, who am I? Like Artie Pasquale, Bert Gervaisi, you know. It goes, and all of a sudden, you got Chris, you got Michael Imperioli here. But it was just wonderful that experience. And when you went in to do this, everything was, you know, you were on your own and not to say anything about it. And then everybody would look later on. Everybody would look to the back. To see if your name was there, right? That <laughs> you didn't get killed. You know? <laughs> so I remember when it was the last, next to the last episode, Gandolfini comes over to me and he taps me. He says, "Because uh, he was privy, I guess, to the whole script. You know, not all of us were." He says, "Nice knowing you, Bert." So, <laughs> and I hadn't looked inside at this guy. He says, "Oh man, I must have gotten killed in here," and I did. But it was that's a great experience to see these actors interacting. 
you can just imagine what it was going to look like on the screen. It was really, really impressive. Oh, it was more than yeah. the, more than the actual shooting of the, of the thing. And I knew Michael Imperioli actually. Michael and Vinny Pastor, we had worked together before. Uh, and Michael came up to me. He goes, "You in on this one?" I'm like, "Yeah, yeah." <laughs> <laughs> like, congratulations. Nice. Uh, well, save the date. Listen, Sopranos Con, November 23rd and 24th in 2019. The Metal Wait, hold on. Let me do this right because you know when you get you get older. History, history, history is being made. Let me do this right. Let me do this history. right. Save the date. Sopranos Con, November 23rd and 24th, 2019, at the Meadowlands Expo in Secaucus, New Jersey. Go to Sopranos Con on Facebook, Instagram. I believe you have one, and uh, and go to or go to the Wise Guys Facebook group page. Google it. You'll find the dates. Be there. It's going to be a great time. I'm I'm so happy to have you guys back. You've been you've been a great. Um, uh, I got to say. Uh, I don't know how to say the word right now. Inspiration to us because of what we do. As you know, uh, we made a lot of changes in the show, and we're doing a lot of stuff, and we're we're really trying to, just so you know where we're at right now, we're trying to do a lot of promotions for all Italian-American festivals throughout the country. Uh, uh, We're starting with the country because there's a lot. If we could promote and keep the the tradition of Italian-American heritage in the people, because nowadays you see that kids are, are are changing, uh, you know. Uh, the the heritage festivals are getting smaller. Uh, people aren't aren't doing enough, and we're just trying to uh, keep it going. We're trying to uh, promote music, Italian American music. We're pro- we're trying to promote everything that has to do with our heritage. Yeah. Um, we're we're starting to see a, de- a demise in that, and and I, I really That's do. Every time about. I go to a festival, I don't see like every year it just gets smaller and smaller. And it's not, and people are dying, but there's other kids that should be following along in the past. I'll tell you where I came up with this. Let me just say real quick. Is I, I was one of the last uh, crew guys that used to hang on the corner. And when we hung on the corner in Newark, you know, we hung out in front of a bakery, and we protected the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And, that, that, and that disappeared. I was like one of the last generations of that. So... We have to keep up the tradition. We have to stick it in their heads that Italian uh, heritage has to continue. Italian American heritage has to was continue. It, was the, the name of your guys? Was it called the? Uh, was it uh, Nicky Norkers? Nicky Norkers. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, I was. I, I guess that's what you could say. We we, we followed in their paths, but it changed. It, it died. It's over. You know. Yeah. Uh, whatever's left is. It, but it, the next generation didn't do any of that. They. No. It's or changed. You could have called it the Angeli Guardiani. Angeli. Right? <laughs> All they know but, now is chicken parmesan. But that's our, 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 our job here is to try to promote as much Italian-American uh, as we can. Uh, all, all other stuff, too. We do freestyle with freestyle artists and stuff. We try to promote everything and anything that's just positive. to get people out of the house, get people to, to continue in their tradition. Like we had a Pariqua Pase, uh, Anthony Quinones, who's hosting a Puerto Rican Day Parade in um, in New York. We told them we'd help them out. You know, we don't have to be just uh, you know Puerto Rican to do it, but if you want us to help you out to, uh, to promote it for you, sure we'll do it. But you know, we do try to do everybody and uh, and and just get people out of the house, do stuff. You know, yeah. What happened? Have a gone all. Oh, all right. And uh, uh, blackout, blackout. Call the fire department. They're here. No, but uh, that's that's what our motive is. That's what we're trying to really do. And and we feel that if we keep pushing, we could be the Italian American media for the Can't country. Give up. That's the and whole thing. and when people come here, they know where to go. If there's a festival, we have a list of all Italian festivals throughout the country. Huge list. We're gonna put it in order by date, and every time one pops up, we're going to mention it and try to get people to go there. We so, 
we're also going to be uh, doing some uh, live stream in different locations in the country. Yeah, I mean, we 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 we. You're going to travel to Boston and Philadelphia. We're going to big cities. Chicago, right? Are we going to Chicago? Biagio, are we going to Chicago? Yeah. The wise guys are going to be. How many how many listeners do you have? Um, we we have well right now is we have our show uh, right now on YouTube. We had it. This problem with Facebook today, yeah, but I would say on the low end, on the low end we get ten thousand. On the high end, we've reached fifty thousand. Okay, okay. So we, we we go in between. Like when we were at Lena's, 50, I believe views. that show reached like views. Okay, I believe that show reached like twenty something thousand uh, viewers, viewers, you know, views or viewers. And, and uh, but uh, okay. our average, our average is over ten thousand. So I, I would say like if we were fine on Facebook today, we didn't have this problem, we would have hit. A, I think, like Lena's fifteen thousand. You know, you gotta, get, you gotta get up to where these guys are. How many followers do you guys have? Yeah. Like somewhere around two hundred thousand. Yeah, well, I mean, well, yeah, so you gotta get to that point. We're on YouTube now. Well, we're on YouTube. We yes. haven't been on YouTube. That's gonna help a lot. Well, we we keep pushing. We keep growing. We keep getting better. We keep doing the right thing, and we keep meeting better people that are gonna help us reach that level. Well, right now, right great. now, I have a friend of mine who can get us over the top he works on a lot of TV sets and he owns a casting company and uh, he wants to do something with our show and mm-hmm. we're not going to say anything about it until it gets done yeah. but uh, there's there's a possible a possibility for a reality show for of us in the future at least a pilot to push it around yeah uh, I have the Professionals that are going to eventually approach us, and uh, we, we're we're going to just keep pushing. I think we've we've gained a lot over the last few years, and uh, we just, I, I I see us getting better and better. And the ideas and the characters are great. You know, we have uh, we have uh, we had a leprechaun. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. We, we have a mini kiss, and uh, people say, you know, Chicken why man. mini kiss? What's that got to do with Italian? Well, the guy's not Billy Don. That's what do you mean? He's yeah, he's yeah. not Billy Don. Mini kiss, mini Peter. You know, so um, we're just going to keep pushing. And we're going to mm-hmm. keep promoting, and we're going to try to keep as much time. I, I appreciate also, you know, when when uh, when I shot my film, uh, the Brooklyn Banker, where you guys promoted it and stuff. Yeah, and it was really it was it was great having uh, the 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 writer and uh, the uh, producers on on the show as well. It was an amazing show. Great. Yeah, great. we did the red carpet outside. It was yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was 115 degrees outside, but that was all right. No, it was we, good. We pulled it, was, it off. It was good. It was and, a lot um, of fun, and and you know, uh, you know. Also, I mean, I, what kind of films are you working on? I mean, we, you had an announcement to make. Yeah, I was no, gonna, no, it was not really an announcement, but um, got an announcement. Yeah, no, no, I don't have an announcement. I heard I you just, had a big you know, announcement. Just, I was well, driving not by. Share uh, any, uh, uh, the the more recent uh, project that you're working on. Uh, well, there's. Uh, I think we, we spoke about Toy Gun last time, yeah, right? right. Uh, to, Toy Gun, that's that's still... Um, Which was you know, a great, great film. With a great, thanks. Great, it's an independent film I shot in, in Belgium, uh, which is available probably on Netflix and, you know, iTunes and all that stuff, uh, Amazon. But... Um, you know, there's a there's a film that uh, actually Marty and I are going to be doing called Bessa. It's based on a uh, a, a novel by um, Louis Romano, and uh, I believe Chaz Palminteri is in it. Uh, Peter Green, and I think they uh, they have an offer out to uh, <laughs> uh, Mira Sorvino. I'm pretty sure, um, and. Uh, 
then there's uh, uh, this this weekend actually uh, David Proval is coming into town, mm, and we're, awesome. we're doing uh, we're doing something in Little Italy. So um, I, I wanted to. Is it all right to give out a number? Yeah, is sure. That, yeah, if uh, if anybody's interested, they David Proval's number. You're going to give out? Yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah. Guys, don't call him though. <laughs> Did you? No, no, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Actually, text them. Um, hold on a second. Let me just. Um, <laughs> it all started with Main Streets. It's yeah. when you got my attention. And, uh, and everyone else. Harvey Cartel and De Niro. <laughs> that was where, that's where all my interest in acting began. Mean Streets. He might be the best right. actor I've ever worked with. And Federico had him in the movie. But you saw, obviously, your, your listeners out there should He's go out. check out The you Brooklyn Banker. Welcome aboard. But <laughs> tremendous guy. Well, as well as a great actor. The He's important thing guy. is, is yeah. uh, never, never let go of the theater, right? So you have to always that's go. True. It's like going to the gym, you know, working out. Well, that's that's one of the things. That's one of the reasons why he's in town, actually. Uh, he's coming in to do a, um, a reading of um, two two one act plays uh, out of four. That's going to be a total of four one acts, uh, written by Jules Feiler, who's a very good friend of mine. I actually directed one of his stage readings, uh, uh, directed a stage reading of one of his plays uh, many years ago called The Big Time, and uh, got got a great response. He's a really fantastic writer. He's a um, published playwright. And uh, when he sent me these two plays, I immediately, I heard his voice. I heard uh, David Proval's voice in this. So I sent it to him, and he loved it. So he's, he's coming in to do this on Monday. So awesome. Awesome. that's why we're going to be down in Little Italy this weekend. And uh, so if there's a... Uh, Nice. Who's nice. playing the piano? All right, Artie. Artie is messing around. See that? That's that a, that's an omen right there. We were just talking about that. That song. was the pilot. So this is the number. It's nine one seven six eight five seven eight four six. And just just uh, text it for the information for this uh, little get together that we're doing in uh, little little Italy. One more time. Nine one seven nine one seven six eight five. Seven eight four six. So yeah, it's, I'm not exactly sure where it's going to be, but if you text in Little Italy, it's going to be in Little Italy. Yeah, what more yeah. details. It's only two blocks. They well, you know, if you if you text it, they'll they'll send you the details. All right. Well, there's a few mentions I want to mention before we go. A uh, few mentions I want to mention. I want a few mentions I want to mention. <laughs> I want to mention a few mentions. Thing. Next time, don't mention it because I want to mention. Mention that he wanted to mention. <laughs> Check out the Silver and Gold Buying Center. Uh, they're moving to uh, Cedar Grove. Uh, they are a big fr- a fan of the show. They got they are the highest buyers of gold. Gold, silver, platinum, diamonds, coins, jewelry, collectibles, established in, 19, in, in 1980. Say 1980. When, uh, who was that? Bobby Chesford. Uh, what they do? Donate uh, jewelry Tommy to Marola, 1980. Didn't he say that? <laughs> Call them, 973-748-4411. Frank. Also, let's thank Lena's Restaurant, the Lena's supplier of the food. Tonight, some some of the food. Um, they're at 49 Main Street in Bloomingdale, New Jersey. Thank you. Please contact Sal or uh, Lena. And uh, 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 you still got Half Price Wednesdays? Yeah. Or yeah. Have, is it Fridays? Yeah. Half Friday Price Wednesdays. And listen, the Wise Guys Show will be at New Jersey Horicon and Film Festival on uh, March 29th, 30th, and 31st. We will have a table there set up with microphones, doing interviews with a lot of the guests and and uh, vendors. Um, this is a film festival that's held twice a year in New Jersey. They're goal is for the 
fans to see amazing horror films and also an opportunity to mingle with big names in horror. Horror fans can also participate in Q&A sessions, cosplay, and see amazing vendors. Go to Twitter at NJHorror.com or Instagram, NJHorror.com, or go on Facebook and New Jersey Horror Con and Film Festival. It will be, once again, at the Showboat in Atlantic City. Look for the Wise Guys uh, table and uh, and check us out and uh, come see us there. Atlantic City, baby. Also, the 10th annual, the 10th Gatehouse Reunion, uh, original Gatehouse, DJ Joey Batista. Check them out. They will be at Saturday at uh, Hot Night. This is a Hot Night Events uh, uh, promotion. Saturday, May 18, 2019. Go out and ask for Mary DeBellis to find out how you can get a discount on tickets. Also, Prelude to a Cure, Earth Grinders, Rocking uh, rockin Out Lung Cancer. Nikki, the voices is going to be heading the line up in the, doing some comedy over there. Uh, go to, uh, you, and, you and Joey D'Onofrio. Who's going to be? Who's gonna, no, no, no. no that's that's D'Onofrio is going to be at the show um, May, May 18th at uh, Broadway Comedy Club. Yes. Uh, also, but go uh, uh, rock out lung cancer Friday, April 5th, 2019 at the Will. Sheer Grand Hotel, 350 Pleasant Valley Way in West Orange. Uh, now, say, oh my God. Also, check out the Wise Guy Show reruns and most up-to-date oh current Wise Guy shows uh, now also on ItalianAmericanRadio.com. Italian American Radio, Johnny Anello, Johnny Mandolini. He's somebody you'll see in Little Italy a lot. Um, his father was a big Mandolini player, and uh, Johnny carried into, into the tradition. Mandolini. Johnny Mandolini. You know Johnny Anello? He plays a Mandolini or he plays a Mandolini? Oh, Mandolini. Oh, Mandolini. Mandolini. Also, Boricua Passe Radio. Go download the app for some awesome, awesome music and freestyle. Uh, Big Daddy Entertainment is a big part of him, and uh, we got a lot to do in the future with him, especially the Hoboken Italian Festival that we did last year. Biagio! You're right over there, Biagio! He's in the corner. Also, check out the wise guys at Chow St. Louis. Chow St. Louis, we are live on Chow St. Louis. Oh, wait, it's Chow St. Louis? Yes, see, Frederick. Channel this whole time wrong. No, channel, channel. Federico, I just want you to know we do our show on Facebook, and that's where we get our our our, uh, our listeners, our viewers. Right. Between, uh, like I said, ten and fifty thousand would be the highest that we had, and mm-hmm. uh, and we're also on DDV Radio. Tune in, and then we syndicate on Italian American Radio. Mm-hmm. We send the shows over to them on different days. They have different scheduling. Um, we are on Armed Forces Radio. We are on um, a cha- nine twenty WN the app. Uh, we are great. also yeah. Well, so we, we syndicate on a bunch of other networks that promote us a lot. So what we get there, I don't know. I mean, but we we, we keep pushing for for other. We networks. do That's on good. Facebook Live have audience that look watch from all over the world. You know, Australia and uh, and uh, Canada, Italy, Canada. Yeah, Canada. You know, so Festival. and uh, here here's uh, our leprechaun of the day. Book of face. Oh, I'm by Audi there. This is the- Hi there. So how was how was your experience today? <laughs> oh, it was great. It guy. was great. Everybody's gonna have a lot of luck this weekend. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Now, now what, what happened to your brogue, man? My what? Your brogue. Your accent when you, when you uh, came in a minute ago. You were talking I'm Luigi and Napoli Don. Where's my pot of sauce? So are, are we gonna sign off <laughs> until <laughs> next year? The next uh, we'll, we'll be we'll see you next <laughs> year at the next. Um, oh, Wise Guys St. Patrick's Day special? <laughs> yes, absolutely. See that? We have our own leprechaun. Oh, right, yeah. Personalized yeah. leprechaun. All right, you want to rub him for He's going to have, he's gonna have like corner, corner beef on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> All right.
Well, I want to thank everybody for making this show successful. Obviously, Frankie Valiant longer uh, couldn't make it tonight. He probably got held up. He uh, Randy did tell us he was held up at the restaurant. Yeah. But uh, we are going to work something out and do a, a Green Book special at his restaurant. One of the, if, if you don't see any other film this year, you have to see Green Book. It's awesome just movie. a phenomenal see. film. Awesome movie. Really. I loved it. I saw it. I, I watched it because Artie... saw it three times. Artie, Artie, you told me about it and I, I watched it. I didn't know nothing about it. Excuse me. I really didn't know anything about it. And uh, I loved the movie. I thought it was great. And uh, I'm looking forward to doing a Green Book special. That's going to be a lot of fun. Good. But uh, get you guys, I want to I want to thank you guys for coming in. Is there anything you want to add? I mean, I'll mention it again, but is there anything... SopranosCon.com. Check us out. 23rd, 24th. Uh, follow us on Instagram, Sopranos Sketches, Time Immemorial, oh. Facebook. Yeah, if anyone actually wants to be involved, I mean, you know, we're uh, pretty much this whole thing is 110% fan operated. So everyone who wants to get involved, just email us, SopranosCon at Gmail. Let us know. Great. And uh, I also want to do a special th- shout-out thank you to Dinopolis Bakery, Nutley, New Jersey. For Aroma Dinopolis. Aroma Dinopolis. They gave us the St. Joseph pastries and the St. Patty cookies. Thank you so much. Pasquale over there. Um, Pasquale. And, uh, and uh, Family Affair, wonderful soprano sandwiches. Whoever had that tonight. Fucking amazing. That is uh, on uh, Route 4 in Fairlawn. Mateo over months out. ago with that Russian Paris. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, so, uh, Sopranos thank you, Eduardo. Eduardo Tisi. Tisi, thank you. Fiorio Junta. Fiorio Junta, I want to thank him for coming in. Federico Castelluccio. Thank you, thank you. And and Artie, what was his character's name? Bert Jervisi. (laughs) (laughs) We want to thank Artie. He's he's our godfather, just so you know. He's official our godfather. Wait a minute, he's got a... He's got to get you a ring now. (laughs) He's got to get you a ring. You got a ring? He's got to accept it. I just just kiss you a ring. I'm going to kiss the ring. He's got to accept the. He's got to accept the vote. Yeah, we. Are we, you in? Are you in? We're in for what? Our, being our godfather huh? of the, the wise guy show. Choice. Let me think about it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and but uh, listen, save the day. Seriously, Sopranos Con, November twenty third and twenty fourth, two thousand nineteen, at the Meadowlands Expo in Sea Caucus, New Jersey. That's right. I want to personally thank all you guys for coming in tonight, and thank you for helping us with the show. Thank and you, supporting the show. Excellent. These are all great guys. And, and Federico, we were talking with Mike. I mentioned him to be our godfather. He wanted you to be the consigliere because you got a little background in that. Hey, why not? Yes. <laughs> Federico Castellucci, Artie Pasquale, Sopranos Con. We'll see you there on November 23rd and 24th at the Meadowlands Expo in Caucus, New Jersey. On behalf of the wise guys, all of us here at our new studio, which is going to be renamed named Nameless, and uh, our, our uh, Leprechaun, we want to wish everybody a happy and healthy, safe St. Patrick's Day uh, festivity weekend whatever you want to call it. Not drink too much of the beer. Staticamo, non porta la macchina, cammina alla casa. Uno, due, tre, assos! Tri-State Health and Wellness. If you're searching for a doctor who truly cares about your health and well-being, contact Dr. Alex at Tri-State Health and Wellness. Dr. Alex specializes in treating law enforcement professionals and their families and features special hours to accommodate alternating work schedules. 
vehicles. All necessary testing can be performed in their friendly and comfortable environment. Contact Tri-State Health and Wellness, located in Fairlawn, New Jersey. Call 201-791-7771. That's 201-791-7771. Dr. Alex at Tri-State Health and Wellness, a premier sponsor of the bluemagazine.com and ddvradio.com. Kale Orthopedic Center, high-performance care for bodies in motion. Kale Orthopedic Center is proud to provide comprehensive orthopedic care for the men and women of law enforcement and their families. Contact Kale Orthopedic Center at 201-447-3880. Kale Orthopedic Center, high-performance care for bodies in motion. If you're looking for a new vehicle or a certified used vehicle, look no further. Visit Wayne Ford, New Jersey's law enforcement preferred dealer, featuring the largest inventory of pre-owned certified vehicles. Wayne Ford is conveniently located on Route 46 in Wayne, New Jersey. Contact Wayne Ford today. Toll free 888-349-6857. That's 888-349-6857. The Blue Magazine. The nation's unfiltered and independent voice for law enforcement. The Blue Magazine's main objective is to strengthen the ties that bind us together as brothers and sisters in blue. Featuring relative, helpful, and interesting articles while publishing the true and uncensored story of the men and women in law enforcement who have taken the oath to protect and serve. Visit thebluemagazine.com. That's www.thebluemagazine.com. If you're a police officer, you know that visibility is a key safety issue. Now it's time for you to be the light in the darkness with the world's first patented rechargeable LED identifier, Body Beacon. Whether it be traffic enforcement or search and rescue, increased visibility is key to your safety. Inform your purchasing department about Body Beacon. Visit rescueleaders.com or call 862-221-9069. Homebridge Financial Services offering mortgages for everyday heroes. Contact Michelle Hendershot at Homebridge Financial Services. Call 973-464-7119. That's 973-464-7119. Are you looking to purchase a home in Florida? For more information, contact Jenny Ramirez. Call Jenny Ramirez. Ramirez at La Rosa Realty. Jenny Ramirez has been finding homes for law enforcement officers for over 15 years. Call 321-946-8555 or visit jenny.larosarealty.com. Are you looking for the best dentist and dental care services near you? Discover the Silverstrom Group Difference. Conveniently located in Livingston, New Jersey, the Silverstrom Group is the winner of the Best Dentist Award for five years in a row and voted New Jersey Top dentists for 2018 providing exceptional compassionate care the silverstrom group call 973-992-3990 that's 973-992-3990 if you're a member of the law enforcement profession and are looking to establish long-lasting business relationships with businesses that are blue friendly it's time to visit visitblue.com visitblue.com features some of the best doctors lawyers realtors as well as other service providers such as home improvement and financial services. If you are looking for reliable, trustworthy service providers, visit visitblue.com. That's www.visitblue.com. If you are looking for the widest variety of talk programming, entertainment, news, and information, you've found it. ddvradio.com features programs such as Uncle Floyd Radio, The Wise Guys Show, and Blue World Uncensored. ddvradio.com. The official radio network of visitblue.com and theBlueMagazine.com.